city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 11. Okay, so when last we left you, you had taken down Varric Van Kasteken and his fearsome meat for the poor scheme. <laughs> I feel like a criminal. He's the criminal here. That's why he's in jail now. Uh, that's what we think. Well, in all fairness, he did desert his post. Yeah. As he did. Yeah. He still deserted your post even if you go off to do charity work. Um, also, his subordinates running a murder for hire business out in his basement. So you that. have a mysterious silver dagger. Um, yes. Which we have no idea what it does. Yeah. You have a. Um... I want to cook something. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know it's a magical like plus one attack. You, you have a theory that um, Van Cassigan was in the pocket of the Arconas. Yeah. Um, and that his attractive girlfriend was, I think, one of their three or four assorted Arcona cousins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, have their names. Color coded for your convenience. Yeah, that's right. Blonde, brunette, redhead. <laughs> no, explicitly <laughs> none of them are blondes. Explicitly, we didn't get a description until the smart one talked. <laughs> Yeah, she well, was just the boobs before him. And then we were having a couple of weeks of downtime. Yeah. And yeah. during that time, stuff happened. Yeah. And we were um, going through that stuff. Yeah. Uh, which I believe, um, if I recall this correctly, uh, Jack had gotten her familiar. Yeah. Um, Lucy, I think, wanted to play with her magic knife. Yes. Um, Silver, did you go and speak to Verick? No, not yet. Okay. So you have that to do. Um, I was also gonna hang out with her on yep. one of the days, and if I have time, hang out with Rest as well. Yep. But we don't have to role play those. It's mostly these two that that I was looking at role playing. Yep. And uh, at some point, uh, I actually want to role play this on screen as well. Having vaguely fast forward through last week. Uh, Nakota will be invited to a a, a take back the night yeah. for sure on yeah. rally. Yeah. And apparently yeah. I was invited too, which is, which is so nice. we have all of those scenes. In what order would you like to do them in? Um, well, we'll start off with the, with the, the Shantae one. Okay. So, Nakota at some point, you know, when Silver, come, when Silver comes home from performing, Nakota's coming home from performing, you both come home from work. Mm. Um, Nakota sort of lies, lies on the bed. So, uh, <clears throat> So, did you hear about this Shawante thing that's going on, this rally? You no. in fact didn't, because... Yeah, because I'm, I'm not sure. No, what, what's happening? Uh, tomorrow night, there's, there's some kind of rally going on. People are concerned about what's been going on with the riots, and Shawante getting kicked out of, the, kicked out of their buildings. 
being yeah, robbed sure. in the street, that sort of thing. So obviously not, it was quite widespread, not just you. Not sure what it's all about, but um, there's word going out. There's word going out amongst our people that there's going to be some sort of rally in the old Potter's Hall tomorrow night. Mm, passive or aggressive? I guess passive. It's not like we've remotely got the manpower to take on anyone in the city. That's fair. At least I hope it's passive. Fools yeah. If they're not. We'll see. So, I thought you were interested in this. In this. You want to come? Absolutely. I could, I could use the company, probably. Yeah, totally. High fives. It's tomorrow night. Huh? Oh my god. What was that? Yuri gets it. Oh, what was I, it? I know the mutant. Transform. That's the one. Okay. <laughs> my mind was like, no. <laughs> yeah. so, now I know why. You are, you are at the old Potter's Hall, um, down towards the end of the city, towards the Grey District, and it is a cheap, fairly run-down building that is obviously no longer um, in occupation by anyone. Mm. And when you head up to it, there is a Shuante guy just sort of lounging around outside the building, um, leaning against the wall. He has a thick club that he's sort of vaguely tapping against his, his leg like a guard. And he looks very deliberately Shawante. Most of them mm. dress in normal civilian city clothes. Yeah. He's got sort of the buckskin pants and the vest on and this sort of thing. And looks He's the quite, bouncer. Looks quite wildly <laughs> out of place. Uh, deliberately so, it's very obvious where you're supposed to be going. Like, yeah. you couldn't possibly mistake this yeah. for another building. Yeah. And when you come up to him, he looks Nakota up and down. Then he turns around and looks you up and down. Mm. And do just look like silver relatively normally. Um. Well, I don't. I don't see a huge reason to cover my identity up in this particular situation. Yeah. Um. I'm. An, I'm an ally. So. Rainbow hair and everything. Yeah, rainbow hair and everything. I'm an ally. He looks. <laughs> he he looks you up and down, and then steps out in front of you into your way, holding a hand up slightly, and. Just, just, and of course you understand Shawante, which he deliberately addresses you in. Yeah. And he looks you up and down with a slightly sceptical tone and voice says, What clan do you hail from, brother? Um I'll I'll I, I don't is there a particular greeting that I have, like a holding the hand up or something like Go that? For it. Um maybe they they hold their hand up or something. Yep. Um uh, I don't hail from a clan, I am an, an ally. I'm with Nakoda. You know, he, he's saying that obviously yeah. in shock. He, he, he looks to Nakoda and Nakoda just you know, nods and shrugs, yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> well, as opposed to he's kidnapped me to come and make the valley sort of thing. Um, I look up and down sort of a bit. Uh, and can you make me a raw charisma check? Raw charisma? Mm, they like it, right? Um, so pretty that's 29. I'm pretty. <laughs> yeah. Though we're not of the blood. Could use allies in us. We could use allies in this city. Be welcome. Thank you. In you go. And this is very much your. You're the only white face. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All the rest are dark, rugged, weather-beaten. That it 
it's not they're not black, it's that very much Indian style darkened mm. skin. Yeah. American Indian rather than um Indian Indian. Yeah. Um Dang you Christopher Columbus. Sure. And you go in and yeah, you mill about worked out which continent he was on, everything would be much <laughs> <laughs> He thought he was actually on India. Is that why they called him? Yeah, that's why they called him. Oh, well. <laughs> he thought, no, that's what an Indian is. He was trying to find a new route to India, and he was pretty committed to the idea that he succeeded, so he, he didn't want to dwell on any little inconvenient details. Oh, wow. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, America, if you're listening. And that's where most of our listeners are. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's alright, they, they elected survive. Trump, that's just not funny. Yeah. Well, Columbus was a mess. If, if they survived all the way from Pittsburgh, Pete, mm. between the um, American stereotypes on what's their table and the American stereotypes everyone subjected me to. And the fact that you didn't know where much. Pittsburgh was, Pittsburgh, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of know where it is. I mean, you know, it's what state's yeah. Pittsburgh in, Pete? One of them? <laughs> I, I might get with you. It's, it's insane. It's got lots of rivers. <laughs> I am actually dying here. Don't make me laugh when I'm drinking hot tea. It's amazing. It has, it, has, it has a cool name. <laughs> it rolls off the tongue, but yeah. where is it? Anyway. In the oh, Northern Hemisphere. What about yeah. when you were running that Matrix game and you started describing, describing a Missouri driver's license and then Scott produced his actual Missouri <laughs> driver's license? Yeah, okay, that, 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 that isn't bad. Now, in fairness, that's pretty damn obscure. Who knows what a single state's driver's license is? As it turns out, the answer was Scott. <laughs> damn you, Scott. And you're having a Missouri driver's <laughs> license in an Auckland North Lake. Oh, yeah. that is a bit weird. <laughs> he, he was, in fact, of course, Missouri. Yeah, yeah that's, that's so that's true. Just, that, that, that's yeah. one hell of a coincidence. It was like, you know, we look at this driver's license to get clues. What state's it from? And I'm like, this is, this is completely irrelevant. Make it up, Jared. It's just another miscellaneous detail. Missouri. Does it look like a Missouri driver's license? Do you know what a Missouri driver's <laughs> license looks like? Yeah, I see. As far as you're aware. Ah, so it looks like this. Yes. <laughs> That's, That's exactly like. what it looks like. <laughs> same name, same face. That's anyway. Amazing. Pointless digression aside. Yeah. Uh, Silver, can you give me a sense motive check? Oh, shit. I love those. You don't have to. funny. It was a funny digression. Okay. So you you mill around the room a bit. It's very much um, the sort of low-budget brownies meeting. There's a few refreshments on offer. Mm-hmm. Nobody really seems to be organised. Just a bunch of people milling around. No one's quite sure what they're here for. There's mm-hmm. a few seats set up and that sort of thing. And then eventually there's a brief disturbance up the front as somebody moves to the front of the room. A couple of people glance at him and then... He bellows out in Chavante, and immediately grabs the attention of everyone in the room. Yeah. Um, he is a... As I get older, I get increasingly unsure whether they're young guys or middle-aged guys. Or oh. but he looks like he's about 30s. Okay. Um, human Chavante <laughs> man. Yeah. Um, reasonably handsome or reasonably proud bearing. Um... He is dressed in, um, again, very obvious show, obviously showy show. He's not the one I was in the front, was he? No, he is not. Okay. Um, and he has a 
fairly nice battle scar going down from one eye across the cheek, but in a way that enhances his rugged manner. He's a Dragon Age character. Yeah. It's only so aesthetic. Yeah. Never ugly. Because they have to be boyfriends to somebody. <laughs> and he begins addressing the crowd in Shawante, mm. and you see a couple of people actually look kind of blankly at him, even a couple of the Shawante oh, here don't speak Shawante, because they've been in the city, they'd be like second generation at this point. Mm-hmm. What you know of the population is they're largely made up <clears throat> of either voluntary or involuntary exiles from the plains, mm. the odd merchants who come here to trade, um, or people who merely have Shawante blood in them and have basically been bred into the city line. Yeah. Sorry, when you say the plains, you don't mean extra planar. No, I mean the the, the Cinderlands, the plains yeah, outside okay. of the city. Yeah. Just no. wanted to clarify. Yeah. In D&D context, <laughs> there is a distinct and important difference. Just wanted to make sure. No, they sure. do not come from another another plane of reality. They yeah. come from the, That's good. <laughs> the, the rocky plains outside the mm. Cinderlands. Yeah. Um, and... He stands up and starts addressing them short and immediately loses a couple of people and doesn't seem to care. There's no effort to translate this whatsoever for anyone. Nor does he even pause for breath as he stands up and he says, you know, My brothers and sisters, sisters, I am Gaikin, I am Gaikin of the, I am Gaikin of the Skullkartwa tribe, the people of the moon, the people of the wind. The people of what they call the Sinterlands. And for too long we have been oppressed by this city. The riots are only the most recent thing that we see. How many of you have been chased out from your homes in the last few months? A couple of hesitant hands. Do not hesitate! Stand up, my brothers and sisters, and show yourselves. Let it be seen what the city will do to those who, those who are different from them. Those who have the right to the land that they stole. Let us see what the city will do, and he scrapes his finger across his scar, and let us stand up against it. Um, if there's anyone nearby to me who looks like they're a little bit lost, I'll tell them in common what he said. <laughs> he goes on at this. Um, he is definitely a very skilled orator. He yeah. would be the sort of guy with ranks in perform oratory. Yeah. And his message is basically... Silver will probably start nodding along at the start of his message, where he says, you know, it's grossly unfair that the Shawante are judged simply yeah. for being Shawante. Yeah. You know, we can't allow this to go on, you know. Yeah. We need to form a block and let the people see that we have power, that we have rights within the city. And you're thinking, mm-hmm. okay, you know, yeah, that, that makes sense. That. And it, it goes on, and he never out and out comes out and says, it's time for bloody insurrection against the rulers or anything like that, mm. anything quite so blatant. Yeah. But his pitch is definitely in the vein of, you know, we must be prepared to defend ourselves preemptively if necessary. Okay, so he's got the green to We need to get our defense in early. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's going now. He, he's, he's definitely rallying up um, rallying mm-hmm. Malcolm X style rather than Martin Luther, Martin Luther King style. Yeah. That's interesting. So what's he proposing? Is he just proposing that people get ready for something? Um, Initially, he is proposing that they make a neighborhood within the city where the Shawante can come and be together. He suggests that a bunch of Shawante should start living in the same community, living with each other. Voluntary segregation? Yeah. Yeah. 
It, it it can work right up until a really large mob needs to, to, to go someplace where the, all the people that they're stigmatised are. It, then it doesn't work so well after he's, that. He's talking about banding together for protection so that they're not taking out its individual targets. Because mm. right. the theory um, being in that circumstance they they wouldn't get kicked out as they wouldn't get kicked out by the landlords because they'd all be in this one area. Yeah. Because the landlords but, are technically all... But then he's them. also talking about going around the streets in groups to ensure they don't get caught unawares, and perhaps we should be armed as well for our own safety. Oh, okay. And he, he rambles on about this for half an hour or so, and the crowd applauds enthusiastically and wildly, and Nakota, you, you sort of look over to see how Nakota's taking this, and he's sitting in the back next to you, slumped down. He's got his collar pulled up, kind of hiding his face a bit, and it's just... Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nakota has a brain. He sort of leans over to you, he leans over to you and says to you, um, Intel Dane, <laughs> Lynch, or Yeah. Um, we, we should go. That's <laughs> you, but... We should probably know what they're doing just in case they do something dumb. Nakota sighs, pulls his collar <laughs> off, literally endeavours to hide as best he can without actually leaving the room. And you listen to Gaiken rant some more about this, um, and he, he calls for if anyone has any evidence of Shante bullying going on or the rulers of the city in particular and the high nobility and the guard moving against the Shante, he wants to know about it. Alright. You know, for their protection. Okay. So is he actually organising anything? Uh, he is talking about gathering people together. So he's just talking about stuff at the moment. Cities and groups and that sort of thing. No, he's, he's actually organising this. Okay. These are the first steps in forming his own band of Shawante people allied within the city together. Okay. Has it gotten any better for you, Nakoda? In terms of the content of the presentation? Yeah, yeah. has it gotten any better or has it gotten worse? Hey, hey. <laughs> I, I really don't want to know about anything this, this guy can is doing. I just want to go back to singing. That's, if I wanted this kind of stuff, I'd, I'd still be living on the plains. Yeah. Um, do we need to be concerned about what he's doing? Can he get his dumb ass in a fight? If he is, with a bit of luck, they'll lock him up. Yeah, but the question is, is how many of the, is he going to take with him? Because there's no telling when they're going to bring out the Hell Knights again. It's <laughs> <laughs> crash goes the door. Yeah. Uh, he and Gaiken, well, actually, the door. The no, door no, Gaiken <laughs> is in fact actually preaching against the Hell Knights specifically, as, yeah. as you know, the brutal arm of the okay. against. Okay, so that's what he's preaching against specifically. Well, that's well, one of the things because yeah. the Hell Knights are the guys most recently involved in massacring the crap out of but the city. But he yeah. specifically t- already calls out the guard and the crown and the nobles. Yeah. So he's basically veiling that comes yeah. basically and, and the uh, and the brutal repressors and landlords. He's yeah. basically hit everyone in the city who is it's like, not realize voice. that the Hell Knights were oppressing everyone. Yeah, and, <laughs> and that's about what you get from his speech. It's it's fiery, but with your sense motive of ten you follow the rhetoric rather than the facts, essentially. Okay. 
And and uh, obviously Nakoda doesn't have a sense motive role in this. And I imagine Silver is not likely to get excited about y- yay bands of arm Shawante in the streets, but that's mm. entirely up to you. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of these situations that we'll keep coming, or we'll keep kind of keep keeping an eye on the situation. Yep. Um, yeah, I'll tell him. Yeah, I think we've heard enough, but we'll need to keep an eye on what they're doing. Yep. Make sure that they don't do anything stupid. So they skulk out the back. Yep. Yeah. And over the next couple of weeks, you can pretty easily keep an ear out to the ground for what's yeah. happening with this. Uh, Gaiken is indeed assembling groups of people together. Yeah. Um, it, it's He's essentially forming a gang of Shawante. Oh, just put their gangs. own Shawante interests first. Excellent. He's not as... He's, uh, streetwise, in fact. Oh my gosh, you're bringing out all my weak, weak roles. Streetwise is the hair of the world. Oh, natural 20. <gasps> natural 20 plus 2 is 22. Do I get any bonuses because it's natural? <laughs> Please tell me I do. Uh, he's, he's not actually up to anything that, that you'd probably consider particularly untoward. He's getting a group of guys, he's getting a group of Sean Taker band together, he's got them armed. This is sort of happening over the next couple of weeks. And he has them basically sorting out situations where it's very much when they hear that Shawante is going to be kicked out or is losing their job or whatever, then a couple of his guys go around and just sort of stand there and look menacing and intimidate people. Okay. Which Silver can hardly go off at him about. Yeah, I'm not going to get upset about it that. It hasn't but... devolved into murder or bloody brawls or anything like that. Okay. And he doesn't appear to be engaging in anything criminal in his gang. It's not like the gang is getting money from drugs or anything like that. They're actually working on piss or money at all. Yeah, they're, they're just they're just starting to get kind of a bit more aggressive yeah. about it. It's, it's one of those things. They're, they're a racial superiority group for the oppressed race. Which is great up until it isn't. <laughs> Alright. And that is Gaiken. What's next? Lucy's dagger experimenting all yeah, around dagger Silver's, experimenting. Ja- Silver's jail visit, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Lucy's like dagger experimenting. Yes. Can you set the scene for Lucy's dagger okay. experimenting? Because um, we need to know where you are and what you're doing. Who's in room you? by herself. And. Lucy's got a feeling that um, she has to be all alone, so she even asked Quoth to fly away for a bit. Oh, that's <laughs> okay. Quoth yeah. Yeah. Can, can, yeah. can come play with Magento. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm coming to. Fine, play with your dagger. Well, <laughs> yeah. you can come and check with me later. I mean, if I'm dead, you can tell other people. <laughs> well, I'm morbid. <laughs> if you think you're going to die, then I should stay right here and keep an eye on you. I mean, there's nothing more important than... Oh, somebody left a bit of a tube down there in the street. Excuse me. Oh, my God. starts racing him for it. Do our tubes have entrails? Yeah, close enough. Enjoy. <laughs> so, I, I play with my... Paper, I guess. Play with your dagger. <laughs> yeah. I guess I um, pull it out, have a look at it, swing it around, <laughs> just yank it out. <laughs> Whip it out, show off your blade. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's <laughs> best to experiment with this sort of thing alone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget to measure it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's important to know how long it is. Yeah. Test its sharpness. I know, yeah. I can't Check it's good. Please don't <laughs> answer. I can't take a picture of it. Okay. Fine. 
How long is it time to sheath your blade? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Give me a use magical device check. Okay. Fifteen. As long as it's not a button, because then it explodes. And a perception check, in fact, as well. Perception. Perception. Oh no. Oh, I did. I did roll nineteen for you. So twenty-one. Okay. So. Uh, so you move it round. Um, you again get this impression that it is magical. You know, it yeah. is is a little lighter, a little better. Um, that yeah. it is made of this sort of old silver. Um, the other one you will get from this um, is you're trying a few experiments to see whether you can get it to like light a fire or extinguish a fire or something like that. So you've got your little candle. You wave yeah. the dagger at it, you intone some magic words, but the, the candle doesn't light. You light the candle, you intone some magic words, the yeah. candle doesn't go out. Then, at some point, you hold the dagger over the candle, and you see that the blade is not actually getting hot at all. And when you touch it, it's still pretty cool to the touch. Same thing with the hilt. The dagger itself is resistant to fire. Oh, that is good. <clears throat> Do I have, like, can I read anything on it? Like, is there anything written on it? It does not, alas, um, <laughs> come up with Moria runes. I was about to say. Yeah, I know. <laughs> cool concept as that is. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> Perhaps if you exposed it to more fire. <laughs> like, for example, dropped it in a volcano or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. a sorceress. <laughs> um, so question, uh, does that mean that she gets a resistance to fire when she uses it? It doesn't appear so. When you hold the dagger and put your own hand over the flame, you can still feel the heat. You do the tiny little tap. Ow. It's, yeah. Nope. Yeah. Okay. It does not transfer to the wheel. Not, it's not as if an ordinary dagger would melt in your cheap little candle flame anyway, but the end would at least grow hot. Mm. So you're pretty confident you could chuck this thing into an actual fire and it would be relatively fine. Okay, I guess that's a useful information. So I, I can write down resistant to fire. Right, resistant to fire. And that is what you discover from it. Isn't it a magical dagger anyway? Yeah. Yes. Isn't it going to be resistant to fire? No. Uh, it's, no not it, it's more resistant to damage generally, fire included. But mm. this one is specifically resistant to fire. Okay, that's good to know. And indeed, you can probably actually check this by virtue of if you put it on something cold, <coughs> the dagger goes cold. If you drip tiny drops of acid on the hilt, it does burn and itch very slightly. So it's, so it's resistant it's to fire specifically. Yeah, that's what you need to do. What? Find a fire elemental and see what happens. Stab the bitch. Stab the fire elemental. Is that a good that's, idea? That's what well, we you do. have a fire resistant blade. Mm-hmm. You can go and sit down and go to sleep again if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alright. And next one. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to prison. Are you going to tell everyone that it's resistant to fire? Yeah, I shall become real. Probably the next time you see us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Because I imagine we meet up every so often. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like to have lunch together or yeah. something. Yeah, probably not necessarily all five of you at any given point, but, yeah. you know, yeah. you and Garen go and have lunch, you know, Flora I see and Lucy shop. go and do this, etc., etc. Yeah, I mean, me and Flora meet up relatively frequently yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. I meet mean, up with her. Yeah. 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 But I'm we. the only one we, not in this mix. <laughs> yeah, but we ca- I think we, we catch up with each other more than we used to. Yeah. To keep in the loop about what's happening yeah. in terms of. You know, if anybody's heard anything yeah. about um, Lamb, Lamb, yeah. and um, if, if we know if we've heard anything about the watch type of stuff, hmm. I'm guessing that's, uh, oh, that's an aggressive poem. Uh, I'm reducing the number of pantry moths in the house. Yeah. Jack comes and goes to the alchemy shop as well, but yes. um, Lucy hasn't really made a connection yet. <laughs> well, the thing is, um, Jack is no longer coming to the alchemy shop for what she originally came to the alchemy shop for. <laughs> Uh, Jack, Jack has gone legit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> At least legit. However, the only two people I've told about that are Garen and Flora, which the only, I think were the only two people who realised I wasn't legit to start with. Silver, <laughs> you go to jail. <laughs> do not pass like gold. Like do not pay $200. Um, I love $200. You can fairly easily get in to see Verrick Van Katakin. He's not kept in ultra-high security or anything, yeah. and they, you know... And he's pretty much open to any visitors that want to see him. And you are basically, they don't have the classic class booth with the phones here, obviously. What yeah. they pretty much have is they walk you off to a single cell, yeah. and he is moved into a single cell. He's inside, you're outside, you talk through the bars. Okay, this is normally where he sleeps, or not normally where he sleeps? This, is, this would not be his normal cell, this is essentially the visitor's thing. Oh. He's been brought out of a cell with a, with a couple of other people to come and okay. talk to you. Alright. And there is a guard loosely down the <clears throat> corridor, but, he, you know, not really eavesdropping in any significant yeah. way. If you start shouting, so I've got an escape plan at the top of your lungs, <laughs> you'll probably do something. No, he's not going to have to make of that. <clears throat> ah, you came to visit. I wasn't sure you would. Yeah, no, I... I wanted to have a chat. Alright, I'm listening. You mentioned a lot about what things were like during the riots and what you feel about the Queen and a lot of stuff like that. Stuff that I'm not really aware of and I'd like to be educated. What are you looking to learn? Anything you you think would help. Well, <coughs> first of all, you should know. And he unveils the conspiracy. Oh. Well, not quite. <laughs> um, so, I'm not always surprised. He's getting a bard asking him to tell a tale. Yeah. <laughs> you are already aware of his um, his theory of why he started into all the world's meat on the basis that he couldn't sit around and watch the guard um, mm. oppress the people of the city anymore, essentially. Yeah. Uh, he will expound on his theory, which he he himself admits that he, there is no proof of this whatsoever, mm. um, or at least no, he in fact wouldn't admit that. <coughs> uh, his he expounds on his theory that Iliosa murdered King Edred. Oh. Um, he has no proof of this since motive check. Oh bloody hell! <laughs> this is intense. Okay, so fifteen. The fact that he has no proof proves it to him. 
Okay. Because right. obviously it must have been the queen because, you know, no one else would have had the resources to hide it so uh-huh. well. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Um, from everyone else's point of view, incidentally, it's not only not has, has the queen not murdered the king, the king wasn't murdered, period. He just yeah. died yeah. being of spectacularly poor health because he yeah. ate like a pig and <laughs> screwed like a pig as well, frankly. And he was like 65 yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, he was 65, so, did no physical activity that didn't involve a girl 30 years as junior under him. <laughs> yeah. And um, ate... <clears throat> You know, ate and drank whatever the hell he felt like. He looked like a skull on a stick based on his portrait. Yeah. Sick. Sounds a bit like what your husband would have turned out like. Yeah. Except for maybe not the king. No, I think he got lots of vigorous exercise. Yeah, of which wife beating was really one of the one of the things he was doing to entertain himself. <laughs> oh, you people are bad. <laughs> but he was a lot younger. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was Lu- it was Lucy who was suffering from the not getting exercise, what was not being able to leave the house. Um, so his, not eating well. his yeah. theory is that the queen the queen murdered Edward. Mm. His proof for this is that he's been told this by quote unquote reliable sources that he won't go any further into. All right. Um, and his proof very much comprises of the fact that there is no proof. Mm. I mean, she she quite distinctly benefits from it. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be an enti- it wouldn't be a particularly stupid assumption to assume that she didn't dearly love her you know husband who was forty years her senior. Yeah. And you know married her. And brought her to the city and all this sort of thing. Mm. Um, but his his claim is effectively based on she benefits from it. She benefits from it. She had the she has the motive. She presumably has the means because she has the resources of a queen. Yeah. Um, and quote unquote reliable sources have told him so. Okay. Uh, and then he goes on to explain at length that with such a poisonous woman on the throne, mm-hmm. poison will follow through the streets of the city. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll, we'll, we've already had riots. What will come next? You know, plague, fire, demons. Mm-hmm. Okay. So does he have anything else besides the the world is is burning? <laughs> as a as a as a does anybody else want a piece of this? Everyone's had pizza <laughs> except me. Yeah. yeah. I would like a warm one. Oh, yeah. Cheese and cheddar. Yeah. But I can get it myself. No problem, Susan. I am starting to feel just a bit better. Oh, that's good to hear. So, has he got anything else to say about what's been going on besides the world is burning? Um. Do you want one as well, Yeah. Oh. I'm not sure what you're looking for. Yeah, okay. Um, Why did he feel, um. But I can just have it as this. I'll get you off that. Thank you. I guess a little bit, a little part of me is kind of like, why did he abandon this post? Um, obviously not in those words, but why, why was then the time to, to, to drop everything and do it? Because he didn't want to be a part of the guards putting down the riots. Yeah, I he suppose that makes doing, sense. He wanted to be doing something for all the people instead. Okay, that In makes this case, sense. feeding them. Um, does, what can you tell me about what was going on? Like at, at this point, he's a bit chagrined. He'll sort of admit that you know, okay, in retrospect, probably not his best plan, <laughs> given how it ended up. But yeah. at the time, his theory was more and more people would come, and you know, 
sort of join in on his side and, um, you know, see that there were people out there who were prepared to do good for the common folk of the city instead of mm. just oppress them cruelly and things. Okay. So when he's out of jail, I assume his sentence is like a year or two years. Yes. What was it? One year uh, or two? You can, in fact, ask about this. He has been sentenced to a year and a half, which will probably go down to a year unless okay. um, he behaves just particularly stupid. poorly. Yeah. <laughs> um, what will he do when he leaves the jail? Um if you you don't know this off the top of your head, if you chase it up, you can easily find out. Mm. Um, Chrysidia has said, depending on how he goes in jail, um, he could actually rejoin the guard again yeah. at reduced rank. At, at reduced rank, mm. um, he could get a he will be entitled to a dishonorable discharge immediately. Yeah. Um, and but if he can assist the guard in some fashion or another, she's not very specific on how because it depends what's happening a year and a half from now Yeah. then you could get an honourable discharge instead. Okay, but the discharge means he doesn't come back to the guards? Well, she said he can come back to the guard if he wants to, but the theory is he probably doesn't want to be a guard or he wouldn't have quit in the first place Okay, does he want to be a guard again? Uh, Not particularly, no (laughs) Okay, so he's going for a dishonourable discharge at the moment. Well it depends on what he does when he gets out. Yeah. yeah. But I think, are you trying to ask him what he's got, what yeah. he did? what his think, plans are. Yeah. Silver's trying to ask, um, Varric what his plans are when he gets out. I, I don't know. I suppose I'll have to do my time in here as best I can. See what the situation in the city is a year from now. If Iliosa continues her ruinous group on the throne, they might need men like me. Well, perhaps you'll find out that she's not as bad as she seems. <laughs> i tell you what, I'll, I'll keep you updated as much as I can. Um, if I find out any information that confirms or disproves your theories, then I'll come back and tell you about it. About I'd appreciate that. that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you'd want to know if she definitely was crooked. Quite certainly. I know I certainly would. But I think you'd also want to know if your theory wasn't quite as accurate as you thought it might have been. I suppose there's always that possibility. Yeah. Hey, it's good for him. He can still acknowledge it. Yeah. Humanly yeah. possible. Yeah. He's not quite a fanatic yet. Yeah. But that would mean his reliable sources aren't as reliable as he thinks. <laughs> yeah, and that would be terrible because, you know... They're hot. I, yeah, they're, so, they're such pretty sources. I, <laughs> I actually feel a bit sorry for him. I mean, not many people could hold up to a year worth of diplomacy from a bard. <laughs> but, uh, as, as, as we know, pretty girls are always in the right. <laughs> would, he, would he not tell you still who that girl was? No, yeah, no, I'd I'd have to get a little bit closer to him than that, and I think I'm past that point. (laughs) Um, You're going to have to Captain Hop. Certainly, if you keep visiting him and you know being his friend and stuff, you might be able to make a fresh diplomacy check about that in a while. Yes, indeed. Yeah. um, that's what my theory is, is yep. I, I'll start well, making we, a report with them. Everybody trampled all over him with those diplomacy checks trying to kind of poison the well a bit, so you're yeah. probably gonna need it to give him some time to recover from that. Yeah. Um so basically what my what my um my deal is is I'm gonna gonna I'm gonna keep him up to date with what's going on in the outside world uh, as best as I can with what I know. And if I see anything to do with the Queen that proves or disproves his theory, I'll come to him and um, advise him on it 
and mm. with the with the theory that at the end of this year or year and a half, depending on how long he's in there, mm-hmm. um, when he comes out, he may or may not be an ally mm-hmm. for some for some cause. Yeah. All good. Because I'd I'd like to see a, a guy who's as passionate as him be on the cause of whatever's correct. But I don't know that the queen is correct. My character, um, he doesn't know anything about the queen. And up until now, his mother's been feeding him all this information about how the queen is 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 just a little feather on the side of the king, and yep. the, the king's got everything sorted, but the queen's a little is is whatever the, the heck she is. She would have been feeding him all this information. He's now relearning what that information is. So yeah. he's also not sure about the queen. What he's seen of the queen, she looks like she's growing and growing towards the role, but he doesn't know what happened with the murder yep. or death yep. or whatever. It's also a nice idea that just because you're you're endeavouring to reject the stuff your mother grew up, taught you when you were growing up, yeah. but actually that stuff doesn't just you go, okay, I've changed my mind. My mother was wrong about everything. Yeah, Put all that stuff out of my head, just <laughs> no. like that. Mum's not completely stupid. Um, she's, she's not stupid just, at she's all. She's, she's biased. Yeah, she's but just the, heavily biased. The thing is, the stuff you were taught when you were growing up sticks with you, even if you yeah. are trying to reject it. Yeah. So he he wants to relearn all this stuff. So that's why that's one of the things he wants to do is he wants to have an open mind about this. Mm-hmm. So he is actually listening with the intention of learning something. Mm-hmm. So if he brings up anything anything new, Silver is listening. Yep. Because the thing is, like. It, the majority of us like the Queen, but, you know, yeah. we don't actually, we don't have any evidence that she didn't murder her husband yeah, any yeah. more than he has any evidence that she did murder yeah. her husband. So, we're, we're basically, we don't think she did because we like her, and he thinks she did because he likes this pretty blonde. Well, yeah. you're, you're sort of running in the assumption that she didn't because there's no proof she did, whereas yeah. he's running in the assumption that she did because there's no proof. Admittedly, yeah. 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 Occam's razor would suggest ours is more lack likely of, than his. La- lack of proof being proof is a wonderful thing to convince yourself. Yourself with. Yeah. Um, so basically, yeah, if that didn't work, there wouldn't be any conspiracy theories in the world. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. <laughs> Silver basically, he's neutral on everybody. Um, he his his thing is like the Shantae. If you if you hate Shantae, you're instantly a bad guy. Um, no, it's his glory. I'll tell you I love them if it helps my political <laughs> I'm yeah. sure he will. Yeah. He would like to prove that he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, oh chum. Yeah, so um, if if that's if that's all that'll happen, I'm not sure how long that discussion will last. But um, when he when he's finished, um, he'll he'll take the guy's hands and, and thank yep. him. Well, more of a yep. of a, a a more friendly sort rather than a, a business handshake. <laughs> um, yeah, and you will you will periodically see Varric. Yeah, as this goes on. Yeah. Okay. Are we moving along? Yep. Um, uh, anyone else want to? Yep. Not a scene, just yep. uh, I'd like to reiterate that during the downtime, Garin's working on his pet project. In the montage. Tink. Yeah. Tink. Because every Garin gets a montage. Tink. Yeah. He needs a montage. As the adventure yeah. goes on, you see it becoming a little bit more complete each time. And then well, he no, needs 12,000 gold to finish the montage. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm a third of the way there. What, what I, oh, that's why you're saving all the money. 
So what, what I'm seeing is um, one of those um, stands, body stands, which you can put a suit of armor on, and you know it just starts off with nothing on it, and then it's got just the chest plate, and then like the shoulder that's attached to the chest plate as the as the months go on, you get added to the armor. It's like those those kits that you buy, and you have to buy like thirty books with all the parts from the one ship. Which I admit is entirely based on the image of what the Skyrim suits of armor look like when you put them on the stands and your helicopter. You got the yeah. armor, guy, yeah. the leader of the Sable Guys. She, she thinks he's pretty cool. Do you, do you actually want to do a scene for that, or you just want no, to? No, I just thought I'd let you know. Do a scene. 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 This is delicious, by the way. She's making cookies for the Sable Guard and the um, Corpus. And That's yeah, so like, awesome. li- li- literally the only type, the only people not getting baked goods from her are the Hell Knights. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you see this big, hokey bruiser of black paint mail just going, Oh. Oh. So, so you're making good cookies for Chrysidia and her guys as well? Yeah. Excellent. So um, when you go see Chrysidia, when we're, uh, I'll ask you afterwards, because um, I presume I'll hear about this, um, how does Chrysidia look? Is she less tired or equally uh, exhausted? She, she is in fact sleeping again. Yeah. You probably go and see her again like a week after the Van Karsken business, and she looks busy. But in the sense of I have a lot of work to do, not in the sense of I've been sitting there for four days getting lesser restoration cast on yeah. me over and over, and Ishani is nowhere in prison. So that that was the other out. thing. I wanted to take Chrysidia like a, a sleep, t- a relax, relaxing tea. Like they can yeah. Well, she yeah. probably use that for her nerves, even yeah. if yeah. she's not. Um, yeah, I can, I can totally nothing. see the, the Varesian healing. You know, here's the tea yeah. and the lavender that goes under your pillow. Yeah, yeah. We must... nothing dangerous or anything, just yeah. to try and help her relax. We must make sure she never learns about the wrinkle sustenance. They <laughs> 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 sleep again. Yeah, I'm buying for eight thousand gold. <laughs> I thought um, they just. I thought they just fed you. Uh, it feeds. You don't need food or water, and you only need to sleep for two hours a day or something right. like that. Imagine how much <laughs> work you could get. Uh, that's creepy. So that that room creeps me out. Yeah. Mind you, it partly creeps me out because I've seen them in prison cells. It's like you know. There's just the prison cell with the ring of sustenance in the corner, so they don't have to bother feeding the prisoners or go near them and stuff. Uh, no, no, the one I've seen is they have a hydra tied to the ceiling by spy- by thick spider webs with a ring of sustenance on it, so they don't have to feed it, and they're eating it. Oh yes, that's oh. Ca- that was just, they, they eat enough of it that it regenerates itself, and they eat some more. The one that I that was spider people, that was intelligent spider people that were doing it. The one that I've seen, inter- which is much um, less they nasty, they was was you know, the um, student wizards <laughs> using it for cramming. They're actually yeah, yeah, yeah. Although the thing is, because it was Karen voicing the NPCs, like it was hard not to like the spider people. Because they were actually kind of easy to get on with as long as you didn't dwell on their eating habits, you know. And we're talking about what about and you what what about this hydra? Nom, nom nom, nom nom tasty hydra. <laughs> anyway, yeah. As I said, it is like a month or so later. Yep. Um, Sorry, I, I go visit you as well, and oh, yeah. we can we can hang out for the day or something. I don't know if you want to role play that. It's some. Um, I I guess like depends on what what 
you want to do? Like, I don't know. Um, Maybe I, skip I it this really... time, just yeah. so you can oh, talk afterwards. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it is uh, the 7th of Desnus. Uh, when you will all get a message from Presidia Croft, which is basically just delivered to your home by a runner, um, that says, if you could kindly meet me, um, you know, tomorrow noon at the Clash of Steel, as opposed to at the, um, Clash of Steel was in the Old Corvosa? Clash of Steel is in Old Corvosa. Interesting that she wants to go there. Mm-hmm. And you? Yeah, I imagine we all do something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and you go there, and you will see Cressidia is there in civvies, rather than in her guard uniform, um, and sort of looks at you as you as you all come in and sort of nods you vaguely towards the room in the back, hangs around out front until everyone's in. Um, then she files, then a few minutes after that, she files in, and in with her comes another man. He is indeed a silver fox. That is the the first thing that would come to mind. Um, He is an older man, very fit, very lithe looking. Yeah. Um, It is. I have one photo of him here. He has a slight bit of zombie plague. (laughs) And and, and the mini where he's a good bit less yellowing and dying. Vencalo Orsini. Uh, he has the shirt. <laughs> he, <laughs> has the, he has the swashbuckling um, yeah. sailor-style open shirt on, and sort of tight leather pants, Yeah, as you do. Yeah. It's uh, all about appearances. He, he is an older guy, you'd peg him... And leather pants, I say. No. He's, he's quite fit, so you'd, you oh, he might be mid-50s, but he might, but he might be mid-60s uh-huh. as well. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, Plus he has a tail. Jack, you had heard, if you recall this, the, um, whatever the incident, quote-unquote, was that involved him, Graal Soldado, Cressidia Croft, and, um, Sabrina Merrin. Yeah. Uh, had cost him his hand. Uh, he's got a hand here, perfectly fine, um, and he appears to have both hands, but one of them is in a thick black glove. Right. Uh, it's not a real hand, it's covered. So it might or might not be a real hand. Uh, if you watch him as this goes on, I can actually give you an answer to that. Yes, I, I do. Give me a spot check. Uh, 18. Okay, so there's nothing obvious about it, but you will notice as this goes on um, that he would have been righty, that he shakes people's hands with his left hand and that sort of thing, which is nothing terribly unusual. And he uses his hand for stuff. Like, he'll pull stuff off the table with him that. So you'd guess there's probably, like, the glove is stuffed or has a wooden prosthesis or something like that in it, but nothing advanced. You're pretty certain there's no actual hand under there. It's just this full glove. You don't see him, for example, do things like pick something up. And it's not something that he's going desperately out of his way to hide, but he doesn't point it out at all. He just yeah. kind of leaves, why are you wearing this black glove on one hand completely alone? Yep. So, um, just a quick question to remind me. Yes. Christina Croft has obviously went on to be the head of the guard. Sabrina Marin is the Queen's bodyguard. Yep. Um, and he is presumably, and the um, 
Orsini is presumably still teaching at the Clash of Steel. Uh, he no longer pers- he still owns the building. Right. As far as you're aware, he no longer personally teaches any- anyone. Right, that's right. And um, what happened to Graf is he's a, gu- he's a guard. He, he is the drunk guard. The drunk guard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to be Nephi now. Yeah. Should probably save our lives at some point. Okay, and you Is it because of his age or because his hands cut off? Or nobody knows? Nobody no. knows why, because it was right after that whole... There was an incident. They yeah. all split up and went their separate ways and did stuff, and what he did was stop teaching. Oh. Have I got that right? Uh, you had slightly more specific than that. Um, that there was a duel between Sabrina and Vincarlo. Yeah. Why, you have no idea. Yeah. Um... Except that Grau intervened in it, and the end result was that Sabrina got a nasty scar on her face, and Grau lost his hand. And uh, uh, sorry, Vincalo um, lost his, his hand. hand. Yep. Okay. But you have no earthly idea why they were dueling. Yeah. Or, or indeed, uh, the, you you have heard it was non-conclusive, as opposed to there was a clear victor. Yeah. But the, the guy that lost his hand probably wasn't winning. Yeah, the the um, guy that lost his hand didn't win the duel. Uh, and Presidia nods to all of you, and she does actually look a little bit more relaxed here when she's out of her sippy. She, her body language just uncoils slightly. She's not so ramrod, stick up her backside. Um, she says, to thank you all for coming. I'd like you to meet a very old friend of mine. Uh, the sword master of the Clash of Seal, Vincalo Walsini. And Vincalo smiles round at all of you. And, um, Crissidy will go blah, 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 and introduce you. And Vincalo smiles round. It is a pleasure, it is a, <coughs> where am I? Vincalo is not English. It is a great pleasure to meet you all. I am especially charmed to see the guard is turning its standards somewhat and, Introducing some, introducing some of the younger ladies of the city into its list. And he smiles, comes over, takes Lucy's hand, Flora's hand, Jack's hand. Jack looks at him in a slightly sort of out. <laughs> I've heard many, I've heard many good things about the five of you. That business with all the worlds meet. And something about her too was on the street a while back. Yeah, nasty old things over. If Corvosa had more fine folk like you, we'd be halfway out of this mess already. Not to mention, cha- not to mention lighting up the streets with those smiles. <laughs> we sure he's not part bad. <laughs> he has a silver tongue, let him be. Yeah. You, young lady, Mr. Jack, I understand you're involved. I understand you have a small involvement in the art arcane. Uh, Up at the academy, don't I, have the look of a student. Uh, I probably um, made you learn more that way. I um clean at the academy. I I I know a few things. Uh, what? What do you find on Tobin's third law? I have often found it misleading at times, but then I'm no alchemist. Spellcraft check? Yeah. You, <laughs> whatever you talk to the GM about is entirely true. Oh, okay. Alright, so, um, alright, um, it's, uh, uh, I think it's, um, 
I think it's a bit overrated. I don't think um, I don't think illusions are quite as simple as, as he makes out. Um, one of the professors up there, um, Master Dimwhistle, he said that an illusion is more about what you can make people believe that um, people want to be fooled. Ah, I haven't had the pleasure of meeting this Master Dimwhistle. My limited, admittedly very limited interactions with the Academy have been with uh, a Tanith man, Professor Tanith Mandravius. <laughs> <laughs> oh, him. And the Jack makes a face. <laughs> Slava covers his face a little bit. A very, a very focused man. I, <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's focused is one word for it. Focused entirely on himself. Again, I have no particularly compelling love for the Mandraviuses. <laughs> no, they're, they're, well, they're kind of nasty people, aren't they? <laughs> Silver takes a step backwards away from the group. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken now, it's been some time since I was last in the neighbourhood for a blade. What was the name of it? Uh, it's, right, it's right on the tip of my tongue, but all I can think of is something as simple as the dwarf's forge. <laughs> you, you have the smithy in North Point, don't you? I, I do. You're just going to leave him with that. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's assuming it must be something that <laughs> <more complicated, laughs> he's forgotten. Because who would name their fortune? <laughs> if he comes around, I'll make a joke out of it. <laughs> Since your, your weapons and armor are self-forged, I assume. Aye, they are. They are? <laughs> <laughs> so, we're a bit heavier than... Uh, your standard fare, but mm. it does the job. More clumsy and less elegant than a longsword, but I imagine anything that gets in its way would find this a less than civilized weapon. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> this. He, he squished three reef claws with it at, when we were going through all the world's meat. Squish, squish, squish. <laughs> Have you ever had the opportunity to work with mithril? Fascinating substance. I've had my eye on it for some time now, but I haven't really delved too deeply into it yet. There was once a time I was working with this fellow from Janipal, and he starts going into this fairly cerebral discussion on the various forged temperatures of metal and, you know, what they what they mean <laughs> and what you can do with them and this sort of thing. And, and eventually Cressidia sort of <coughs> coughs slightly. <laughs> And then, Ben Carlo. <laughs> and that's why I can never go back to Jandal. <laughs> uh, my apologies. Wow, where did that story go? <laughs> uh, I want to make a sense motive check on her. By all means. Uh, and I get a seven, so I probably don't find out the answer. The question... Yeah? Um is that we didn't really tell people about the incident with the O'Turks, and the only person I know who saw that it happened was Blackjack. Uh, there were plenty of civilians. Oh, okay. yeah. Sort of all right, that's all right. Uh, Vincalo, as far as you're aware, wasn't amongst them. Yeah. But that would suggest that he has a good ear to the ground, as yeah. opposed to... Um... I've, I've still got my yeah. potentially Blackjack eye on him, but it's a good point that there oh, were lots right, of you're Blackjack hunting. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all your sensing motive? Yeah, that, that was, um, actually, it was a bit, well, like, it's only a seven, so it probably doesn't matter anyway, but it was a bit that, and bit, 
I'm slightly suspicious that he seems to have so many interests that converge so well with ours. Now that he's done this trick with me and yep. Yep. and Gar, Gar and yep. I'm trying to find out if he's a politician, if he just knows lots and lots of stuff, or if he's more of a politician like um, Gloria Arcona. Arcona. Uh, you receive no further information from the GM. You may draw whatever conclusion. You you can draw a couple of basic conclusions. Um, he's he's relatively knowledgeable about what he's talking about. Yeah. Either he's read up on it specifically, or he just kind of knows. Um, and he generally appears to be polite and charming on the surface. Yeah. Anything beyond that is up to the player. To yeah. Draw. No worries. You do get a thumbs up from me, though, for correcting yourself on Garin's name. <laughs> uh, and um, the one flaw in, in Plan Blackjack is. Yeah. Yeah. And also yeah. crossbow firing rather than... Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, Blackjack had a, totally had um, a weapon on him. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. had a normal weapon as well. Uh, everyone saw something different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, people right. saw a he had a blade <laughs> that matched whatever the people who were looking at him were most were but most he was proficient using with. But he was using two hands. Yeah. Like he was climbing up his yeah. When when Yeren saw him, sorry, when, when um, Lucy looked at him, she saw a human woman with a dagger. Whereas Garen got, you didn't get a big floppy hammer, <laughs> but you got like a long sword. I think you got rapier because yeah. you use yeah. rapier, etc., etc. Yeah. So um, I was thinking the illusion spell could cover him having two hands versus one hand, but the it is a good point that we always struggle to fire a crossbow one-handed. Yeah, you did see him. String a crossbow. Yeah, so. load a crossbow. Yeah. Okay, that's all right. Anyway, continuing. Uh, in any case, uh, Chrysidia cuts him, cuts him off gently. <laughs> she says, "Much as I'm sure you'd all enjoy continuing this discussion over, over coffee endlessly, some of us don't have all the time in the world." <laughs> she said, "You work too hard, Chrysidia. You always did. I told you that. Why? There was this one incident <laughs> in the school when." <laughs> As I say, <laughs> Vencalo, Vencalo and I have often traded rumours of what's happening on the street, and this is no different, and I think may be of some considerable interest to the five of you personally. Um, Vencalo has learned that records of Gadrin Lamb have turned up. A ledger, specifically. Something very detailed on his illegal dealings. The guard would love to get their hands on it if it were anything more than a rumour, and I'm sure it could lead you further down the path you're searching for as well. There's just one fairly large problem. Vencalo tells me it's in the hands of a man named Vago Basavi, Sorry, Bavasi. Devago Bavasi. Better known Corvosa's Ellie's as the <laughs> King of Spiders. And people who are aware of the criminal underworld would know he's, it's, he's out of the basic book. He is a mob boss, basically. Right, um, yeah. Um, of, of moderate level. As, as in a mob boss of moderate success, not necessarily of this class. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I have to make the distinction again. Um, I'm sure Bavasi is up to several things that could probably put him out of business, but he's not a criminal in the eyes of the guard. He pays his vice taxes on time every year. Keeps his business in five ships moored down the end of old Corvosa at Eel's End. 
in many ways, it's better to know where the criminals are and what they're doing. And of course, the kingdom, and of course, the city does enjoy a share of the vice tax. I'm not sure what Dvago's connection is to Lamb, whether he's holding on to the ledger for him or holding it hostage against him. He'd never allow me or someone he recognized as Nally of the Guard into Eel's End. And unfortunately, Van Carlo has all the business with him. It's quite the story. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like you five to pay a visit to Eel's End. Secure a visit with Divago, or otherwise obtain the ledger. You may not be willing to part with it easily. And she looks round and she says, obviously the guard, obviously the guard isn't involved in this, but I believe I still owe you for lunch two weeks ago, Ben Carlo. Yes, very expensive, he says, at least a thousand dollars worth. <laughs> <laughs> and she hands him some money, which he deliberately takes with his bad hand, fumbles and drops blatantly in the middle of the table. <laughs> um, and he says, hmm. That would be very, he says, that would be very useful for anyone who needed to bribe the King of Spiders. And since it's, since I've dropped it, I imagine I don't expect to see a penny of it back again at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Jack will at that point make the money disappear and yep. attack the screen. <laughs> the cough, the money disappears off the table. Yeah. We're blanking suddenly as the, the yeah, money yeah, yeah, gone. It, it, it happens with remarkable quickness and, and, and subtlety. <laughs> One of those movie tricks where it's in one 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 shot of the the thing and I then they get to the next shot and yeah. more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, makes sense given them that you're coming out here for a mission of some kind. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and Vin Carlos says, "Whenever you're ready, whenever you're ready, I'm whenever you're ready, I can take you towards I can take you towards Eel's End, give you a vague tour of the place at whatever, at whatever point best suits you." City is, as for me, I need to be getting on. I have a great many things to do. Should you happen to come into possession of that ledger and think it looks of interest to the guard, I'd be happy to see it turn up at one of the watch stations anonymously. Mm-hmm. And she smiles at you and walks out. Uh, yes, Lydia, before you leave, yep. you look lovely in that outfit, by the way. <laughs> she, oh, I, uh, uh. <laughs> um, thank you. But that's what I've always said. But yeah. <laughs> she she just looks kind of startled by it. Yeah. Oh uh, yes. Um. Thank thank you. <laughs> someone's, you. Someone's being genuine. He, yeah he yeah. Has... But I think you did catch her off guard. Yeah, she sort of she sort of tucks it, pulls on it, and, and fluffs with it a little. <laughs> and walks out. Do we um wanna go check out Eels in now or wait till nightfall when it'll be more distributable? <laughs> I I figure if we do it now there's less Yes, people around to see what we're up to. Yeah, that seems smart. Um, Sorry, just remembering our last mission where if we went during the daytime it probably would have been better. Probably not gonna find many innocents up around deals then. Yeah, yeah, probably. Well no. She she's imagining people they've taken it like 
kidnapped and forced on there. Yeah. As opposed to innocents who have willingly gone there. So yeah. what do I know about Eel's End? Uh, give me a streetwise check. It is not particularly concealed, but there are more concealed parts about it. 16. Okay, so Eel's End um, is an open location. Um, it is a string of five ships that have been permanently moored down the end of a pier at the end of Old Corvosa. Um, I can show you on the map if you desire. Like this well. It is down here by the old dock. Right, okay. yeah. Um, where it is an old dock with a couple of active piers and several inactive ones. Around one of the inactive ones, there are five large ships set up with lots of planks and walkways getting on and that sort of thing. Uh, where Eel's End is, it is essentially a, um, a den of scum and, a hive of scum and villainy. Yeah, I, I sort of figured um, it might be. There's prostitution, drug dealing, that sort of thing going on. Uh, all of which is perfectly legal as long as the vice tax is paid on it. Right, yeah. Which he is paying promptly. So in the eyes of the city, he's not committing any crimes that they're actually aware of. Wait, yeah. what about the drug dealing? I thought the city frowned on drug Or is, it, or is he dealing um, with legal drugs? Yeah, uh, he's not doing shiver. Yeah, in, anything <laughs> he's anything that Eel's End is known for openly, he is doing legally. So stuff like pish and that, maybe? Um, I believe. I can look this up again. It is relevant. Um, Your character now is so much better with Pish. <laughs> She's all like, oh, Pish? Oh, okay. This uh, so <laughs> character is a street rat. Vago <laughs> Bavasi, known to some as the King of Spiders, is the crime lord who runs Eel's End, a collection of bound together ships that serve as brothels, casinos, and drug dens. Um, uh, selling drugs and prostitution are only illegal if they are not declared and legally taxed. Um, right. Guard won't shut her off the streets, that doesn't mean it's illegal, per se. Ah, right, yeah. Um, Moreover, um, there is stuff like Shiver is the far more common one. Shudder yeah. is something new and dangerous. Yeah. Because it gives people weird arcane powers. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's the stuff that Orc was t- taking, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it fried his brain. Yeah. Word, well, on, word on the street has, <laughs> has the King of Spiders dealing in things more of the Orc of Shiver. Yeah. The more common drugs. They are... The, the city essentially struggled for many years with the crime and eventually just went, fuck it, we might as well get our money's cut yeah. Yeah. and made it legal as long as you paid vice tax on it. Yeah. And of course, as we And some sense. criminals do and some criminals don't, depending yeah. on how they run their operations. Yeah. Uh, this one's running it legally, typically. Yeah. My, my guess would be Gadrin, but based on the way Gadrin's operations work, that Gadrin didn't pay vice tax? Correct. Yeah. He yeah. is a criminal. As yeah. opposed to a crime I think, lord. I think my ex-husband would have done something similar. I, I think, think most of them do. I think most of them pay some tax, but not all of it. Well, the thing is, I think um, what your, hu- your husband was relying on, the theory that, you know, nobles are far too upright to get involved in crime. He may actually have been up to all kinds of dodgy business, but if he was, he didn't expect anyone to find out about no, it. No, no, but... Um, I think he would have had hands on. He would have certainly known King of Spiders anyway. Yeah, the um, the line of the <clears throat> um, the line from the Terry Pratchett books is um, coming from the slums makes you likely a criminal. Owning a street of slums makes you a, um, <laughs> a normal yeah. citizen. And as you as you walk along the streets towards Eel's End, um, Vincalo will literally have this conversation with you and say, yeah. "So 
you know, what I know of Eel's End is this, and you say, ah, oh, but I've heard this, and ah, yes, and I think that this, and blah, 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 yeah, yeah. and two of yeah. you bounce back and forth off each other. Yeah. Um, he says, you're right that the place will be quieter by the day, although Eel's End, Eel's End never really, truly sleeps at nights when more of the custom comes through, depending on how you want to approach Vavasi. I myself have something of a background with him. You won't be happy to see me, so best not to mention my name. Uh, what kind of background, do, if you don't mind telling us a little bit? This was oh, some time ago now, before. Uh, around ten years or so ago, he took one of my one of my promising young students a girl and well let's say the first taste is always free hooked her on shipper when she couldn't pay my fees uh, to let it go but when it became clear why she couldn't pay them and went to have a word with the king of spiders at that point he'd already employed her in one of his other houses at Eel's End. Is she still there? She died. Oh. Sorry to hear that. I got her out the first time. Wasn't easy. But she went back in. Can't save people from themselves. No. But life is full of complex situations and unexpected things. He he gesticulates with his with his bizarre yeah. gloved hand. Um, I hear that I hear that you saw a problem with another former pupil of mine, Grau Soldado. He's a good guy. He's friends with Rosalie. He's a good good friend of some of us. Rosalie Visky, she's on the guard. Knives. Yes, I've heard of her. <laughs> this is how he thinks of people. Yeah. She's a weapons master. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Girl's just having a bit of a bad day and um, we convinced him to go back to work and calm down a bit. Growl's had a lot of bad days. It's nice to hear that they haven't managed to drag him down yet. Have you, did you ever meet his friend Neffy? It, there really is a Neffy? <laughs> <laughs> I heard so many stories over the years. Oh no, this is going to be a trip for the rest of the campaign. Really? He's not like Well, he spent, I, I spent a good bit of time with him, Sabrina and Presidia. They, he, described this nephew to the other girls, said she was as radiant as the sun. I can believe what I said. <laughs> this guy's sweet. <laughs> I don't know I I don't know that she would have favoured Hibiyama. He spoke of her as being a live girl, but it does suit you if you can wear it. <laughs> He's <Wow>. such a flirt. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. I understand from what he told Presidia and Sabrina that that Nephi lived in that Nephi lived in Sandpoint and grew up with him. It's a village several weeks east of here, but 
To be honest, I'd always assumed the girl wasn't real, that he'd just invented some fabulous sweetheart back at home to impress them. <laughs> As you know, uh, so some some ladies of less discerning taste prefer a man who's already taken. <laughs> but I can't I can't say who met the mysterious, a, a rather exotic nephew. Although from the way he described her, she had. Every quality that Sabrina and Cressidia both couldn't couldn't match together. Hence, I don't quite think she's real. The two of them were, well, impressive. What well, uh, can I sense? What are you doing? He's talking yeah. about two girls. Yeah, just the way oh that was. Gosh. What's he thinking about when he thinks about oh, those okay, two girls? You think the worst. <laughs> I got seven. Yeah, so I don't know shit. <laughs> okay, so this is hilarious. You guys are jealous. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just I'm not jealous. There's, there's obviously an incident there. Like yeah. he, he talks about them, the three of them, quite fondly. Yeah. And for a moment, seems like he's sort of just living in the past, recollecting a happy memory. And then he just sort of, he, he, the whole time he's been quite genial, quite charming, yeah. you know, lovely, obviously very flirtatious. And at this, he just sort of goes, yes, you know, goes quiet for a brief moment, and then just brushes it over completely. And so, you know, what do you think of the the state of blah 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 blah? Yeah. Um. So it's it's a matter of some import to him, and yeah. it's it's not something that he wants to necessarily talk about with what are to him relative strangers, but he he can't keep it from himself, as it were. You know, he's not intending to actually bring up a sad memory about them. He just starts talking fondly about his old students, and then goes, oh, yeah, okay. Then then the thing. Yeah. Then the incident. Yeah, he brought it all up himself. He seems like a nice guy. I hope it's not what I consider to be the most logical explanation. Well, um... When a younger woman becomes murderously angry at an older man who was teaching her, um, the mind rather jumps to yeah, well, it. Yeah. And in this, we've got older Vincarlo, who would be about 15 to 20 years their senior. Yeah. Um, and then Graal, Cressidia, and um, Sabrina, all of the same age, 15 yeah. years or younger than him. Yeah. And yes, he, he will ask you several questions about, you know, your blade work and what stances you prefer and all this sort of thing. And it was to gauge people on their exquisite knowledge of fencing. <laughs> he's ignoring silver, isn't he? No. Not, <laughs> just feels not like particularly. He's, he's just not flirting with you because yeah. you're, not a, you're not a pretty girl. Uh, I'm an elf. Jack will, Jack will talk quite happily to him about both rapiers and knives. Uh, even on the low sense motives, you could be pretty damn confident he's he's straight as straight can be. Yeah. He likes his ladies in lady form. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite obvious. <laughs> That's fine. I wasn't going to flirt with them. And um, sure mentioned Lucy's recent um, awesome knife work and capturing oh. and stabbing people and things. Are you good? Ah, are you good with the blade? Beginner's luck saved many saved many a blade from one's life at times. I wouldn't I wouldn't even save blades from one per se. 
If you're considering us lucky, so like. See this eight string? <laughs> yeah. I can I can see that you're not a woman suited for something uh, more like more like Garin's great hammer, but there are a few techniques you could use to slash with more grace than pure than pure, pure brute strength. I'd be happy to show you a thing or two if you'd care for a lesson. Oh my god, she's <laughs> the oldest one of the lot. The closest sure, to I, his I age. Yeah, the most legal. <laughs> wow. Wow, Susan. Get your hands off our girl. <laughs> In the, mean, in, in the meantime, I might suggest you stand behind your colourful young man here. <laughs> anyone with anyone with a weapon that unusual? Totem spear, is it? Yeah, Must it is. know what he's doing with it. I do know a thing or two. Swings it around and stops. I just thought it was more of an instrument than a practical weapon. That's both. Really? So you hold it with both hands, obviously an extended reach. Tell me, have you tried the Kolkati fighting style? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he probably knows all these different stances because it'll be a Shante technique or something, wouldn't it? Well, you do. Uh, you did grow up from nobility, so yeah, not from not from Vincalo. Oh, what he I, knows, I what he knows yeah, techniques. what he knows about the Shante, he could fit into his back pocket. Yeah. Um, as, you know, it is not a technique you use, but you go out a technique like this, and oh, right, so it's like Kolokati with a splash of Kavak. Yeah, yes. I, I'll probably also mention a few Appropriate different... Appropriate, given the rocky threat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably also mention a couple of Shantae techniques that he uses as well, when that's specifically for the Shantae. Uh, does he actually recognise those techniques? No. Oh. Not by not by Shawante names. He'd recognise, you know, when you describe the style of this is about speed yeah. over power and blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, but he is just not proficient in Shawante fighting at all. That's fine. Uh, maybe he learned something? Maybe. Oh. He talked to Silver. Silver's so dreamy. <laughs> Silver doesn't care, but I care. <laughs> and another ship set sail. <laughs> we do. The straightest character in the game is Shiva Silver. I don't keep my hand in anymore at sword play, at te- at teaching. She says I don't. I don't. He says I don't keep my hand in anymore at teaching. Then winces just very slightly as he realizes yeah. what he's saying. Oh. Um, but I do have several. I do have several accomplished teachers at the Clash of Steel. There are lessons available if you care to learn. If you care to learn or share some of your techniques. That sounds. That sounds cool. He hasn't offered you private lessons. He's offered <laughs> you public lessons. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Whereas Lucy, on the other hand, is you know, yeah. I'd be happy to stand behind you and show you how to thrust your blade yeah. and things. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, and. You cross across towards the end of Old Corvosa, and Vincalo points you up ahead. And he says, you'll find Eel's End just to the east of there. First bridge. First first pair after the last bridge. You can't miss it. Anything further? Anything further I can do for you? I think that's all good. Thanks for walking us over and for the stories. I'll be most interested to see how you get on. Always keep an eye on the progress of such... Promising young people with Corvosa's interests in Christian, has he got bardic levels or is like, <laughs> is he, can I can I fight can I figure out if he's like part bar or anything? Uh, 
what would you base that off? Well, bardic knowledge, maybe. Like, is like, he, is it's, he, it's like, having is he, your official training. Like, is he, is he, is he just a silver tongue or, or what? Like, what, what gives him this charisma that he's working with? Like, has he had any formal training in, um, working with people or? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think. Could she make, could he make a perform oratory check to, to recognise if, um. I don't have perform oratory. Oh, right. I have no. song. <laughs> Alright, well then that won't uh, work. Give me sense motive plus your base attack bonus. That is the general martial oh. assessment he's still. So that's, that's nine. Plus your base attack bonus. No, is my ten. base attack bonus is one. Yep, so nine plus one plus your sense motive. Which is minus nine. one. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Minus one? Yeah, yeah. that's because I feel like a low wisdom. He's only slightly wiser than Darren. Um, he, he is obviously a charismatic man. Um, in fact, actually, Bardic Knowledge will tell you something. Oh, okay. So roll that as well. Okay. Uh, so that was a 10 plus my Bard level? You wrote oh, yeah, that's right, plus 2, so 12. Okay. So, he's, he definitely comes across as a gentleman. You know, yeah. he talks politely about a wide field of interests and that sort of thing. Um, he certainly talks a good game, martially yeah. speaking. Like, you haven't seen him fight. He carries a he carries a rapier, but he hasn't drawn at any point yeah. in here. So you've never seen him do anything. He's obviously in relatively fit shape. He could just be all talk. He could be good. Oh, it's, yeah. it's hard to tell from what you're looking at here. Uh-huh. Um, certainly you don't get any sense as to his training vis-a-vis his levels. Uh-huh. Um you do, however, um, as far as you can tell, he seems like a man who has lots of intellectual discourse on a wide variety of subjects mm. in a vaguely bardic knowledge way. Okay. So, as far as your bardic knowledge knows, he looks like a character who has some knowledges. Okay. But, but you are limited by the success of your bardic knowledge. Yeah, no, that's fine. I just, I was more curious for me than I was for Silver. And he heads off. Yep, he turns again. Good luck, good luck to you all. Don't get killed. It would be a terrible waste of some of the city's greatest resources. <laughs> nice guy. And he will turn on his heel and walk off down the street. Right. Once he is completely out of your shot, yep. I will, um, Jack will say um, quite quietly to Lucy, he seemed really nice. But I don't know why, and I don't know why Sabrina wanted to kill him so badly. But if I were you, I'd think very carefully before you went into private lessons with him. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the warning. I might be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. He seemed really nice, but. But you've been burned before. <laughs> <laughs> but some people are good at seeing. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Septimus seemed charming to start oh, with yeah. as well. Anyway, you you don't have a good record with charming older gentlemen. <laughs> Although, in all fairness, Septimus <laughs> creeped her out right from the get go. Yeah, he wasn't charming. <laughs> he was charming, but he was charming in a creepy way. Creepy yeah. Yeah. Well, Vincalo at least has sort of kissed your hand in a socially appropriate way. 
if he's lingered too long, it's only by half a flirtatious second, as opposed to the grip, kiss, and now I'm just going to hold your hand and pull yeah. you off the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> kind of whether yeah. you want to or not. Yeah, your, well, your two choices are make a huge scene about it or dance with me. Yeah, yeah well, Septimus was kind of... I mean, he, he didn't show his true colors right off the bat, but he had he, he was creepy right from the get... He was yeah. creepy and troubling right from the get Septimus is a pickup artist, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No is just an opportunity. Oh, oh gross. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> the best description of them. Oh, yeah. But, but the other thing is you don't have... If you're um, planning to economically um, compel a girl to your bed, you don't have to work on your charm beyond a certain amount. <laughs> yes, but, but there are social forms that have to be... Possible. Yeah. Um... So, um, Besides, he just needs to make Lucy a better weight of it. So glad he died. Yeah, 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 yeah you, you made the right move there. <laughs> Congratulations on murdering your husband. <laughs> yes. Um, the paladin approved. That's a paladin approved family It's a paladin of Saren Ray approved. Oh, hey, it's my job to smite evil. Yeah, it's... Like, like Sarah Ray would be very much. She's she's not explicitly against husbands beating their wives in the same way Aristotle is, but as a concept, it does not win favor. It's you know, you'd be obliged to ask him to knock that shit off once. Yeah, he got his one chance with me. Yeah, that, that's the that fun part. With, that's that's um, the fun part with Sarah Ray. You give them one opportunity. If they screw that up, they get the hammer. Yeah, the hammer of justice. Wow. Paladin does not prove murder. <laughs> <laughs> I spiked evil. Yeah, the, um, it is you the D&D universe. Yeah. We, we have to murder people. Uh, murdering people is part of the equation. Exactly. Anyway, I'll point out at least was a desert paladin. <laughs> that, that, at least was a desert cleric. The desert, desert clerics are hard. Besides, <clears throat> have you seen the city I grew up in? <laughs> uh, yeah, you have to pick your battles. Speaking of picking your battles... So how do we want to get this book? Because we can just go up to him and pay him a big fat bribe, which will be fine, but, you know, we might wind up paying him quite a lot of money once he works out we want it, or he might not be prepared to give it to us at all. Or we could try burgling it from him, but I don't burgle crime lords as a rule because that's a good way to get killed. Wise. Garin nods to say So from what, um... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> From from what Vincarlo has described to you and what Jack knows in the conversation that we're having, basically, um, Eel's End is open to the public. You can just walk in. Um, if you're walking in in guards uniform, that might be a different thing. Yeah. But as members of the members of the common public, you're totally free to walk in and whore and gamble to your heart's content. So, um, how did they come across this intelligence that he has the ledger? Uh, Vincarlo found Vincarlo it found out. it out. Yes. Yeah. He did not specify how. How? He and didn't nobody, tell us Nobody how. asked him. No, we forgot to yeah, ask him. He learned his stint as a host at a host club. Yeah. <laughs> you can still see him doing that. Um, so Silver's here uh, Silver he, at the moment, by I, the way. I believe he said he has... Um, he, he oh, are you ear, copying a bit, Callum? He has ears no, right no, he, he, he saw this area and went, and, shit, and I should probably things, not be rainbow coloured. The fact that he's had business with Divago before suggests he probably keeps an eye on him. Yeah. 
And he seems to be quite street smart and he knows what's going on. Actually, maybe yeah. pastel. Maybe he'll but turn it down to pastel. Specifically, we don't, don't know yeah, how I mean, he got the he's, he's probably a high streetwise character. Yeah. Silver's toned down so. his hair a lot for yeah. the it's, yeah. it's no longer ten, it's now more like two or three. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, right. I, I figured that's a good idea to try now I'm, a, now I'm a vaguely lower class Parisian who kind of cares about his appearance. Yeah, yeah. and in fact... Um, Jack will slip off for a moment and return in her black sneaking outfit, not the pretty rainbow one. <laughs> yep. Not the um, rainbow entertainment one. Um, Sindra, which do you want to disguise so that you're not quite so... Dyslexian. I was thinking more attractive. <laughs> <laughs> both, <laughs> might be, both might be good to tone down on for this sort of place. Yeah. I'm, I'll just keep my food up. Okay. You've got a hood. Yeah. Uh, the classical okay. fantasy disguise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 As long as all we can see are the luscious cheekbones, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so as I was saying, you can just walk into TMZ yeah. and freely as customers yeah. if you so choose. Are you gonna be heading um, with that? You can yeah. swim round and break yeah. into them if you so choose. They are ships. Yeah. You know, they are more, they don't go anywhere. Yeah. But they are actually still ships. Um, and, Divago is presumably not just kind of sitting in a giant throne in the middle of the room. Yeah. He's bound to be in there somewhere, but getting in to see him might involve more than just random people walking off the street and going, Yo, King of Spiders me. <laughs> Alright, so maybe What's what we plan? can do for a start is just go inside and poke around. Yeah. Ask, we, ask questions in a subtle manner. For some reason, Jack's eyes glance at Sophie Garrett. Tell me where the crime is. <laughs> What? I'm a dwarf with a hammer. That's about as subtle as you can get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Perhaps you need a disguise as well to be a little bit less paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> it is a thought. This probably isn't. This probably isn't the, the right pub for that day. <laughs> Ken and Kellen would be fine. Yeah. Ken and Kellen. <laughs> Woo! Just the drunk on the side of the road. <laughs> Is there is there anything that you can do about your parents to make it a little bit more, more neutral? Or we could leave you outside. <laughs> we'll just keep your hood up. <laughs> oh my god, is he going to put That doesn't go with the hood. Because <laughs> yeah, you've got like sarin ray filigrees in your armour and stuff, <laughs> don't you? Like weapons and armour are probably not terribly <clears throat> unusual. The, yeah. the look at me, I'm a paladin of sarin ray is yeah. another thing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, look at me, I'm a gorgeous Chalexian woman. Yeah, it goes kinds be, of things. You wouldn't be the first in here, love. <sighs> Except for those ones are usually prostitutes. Oh, no, I'll wait outside, but you better come. I'll be. Ru- I'll run if you start yelling. Okay. Um, how are you, Flora? Do you feel Do you feel safe here? Well, well, safe. She, she is wearing armor. Yeah, and I have a sword. Yeah, no, I don't know how many. Butterflies and rainbows you've got on you. How, how many butterflies and rainbows have you got? One. Just a little holy symbol. Okay. This this isn't her Parisian garb. This isn't the Parisian garb uh, tarot reading pretty flora. This is also, this flora. Is, <laughs> this is not the kind of thing that, um, you know, Desna is hardly opposed to revelry. You oh, know, no, no. Prostitution I, and I have no, I have no problem thing, with but... that. It's more the fact that you're draw- if you're drawing a lot of attention to yourself. Although there'd, there'd be many, many drug, drug, drug using Desna worshippers. Whoa, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it might be better to bring you in with us because then we've yeah. got more of a bodyguard thing going on. Okay. So, 
what do you, what do you because you've mentioned several times that you've got visible holy symbols of Saren Ray, have you got them on the shield like Elise did or on your armour? No, 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 I've just got the medallion, the masterwork medallion of Saren Ray. Oh, yeah. You can just tuck it I'm in. a dwarf, I'm, I, I can do tuck that. Tuck a Shoot that blade. So, hmm, so, a disguise, eh? <laughs> and start and just look more stern. <laughs> it's like looking in a completely different form. <laughs> Say, Garen's slightly Garen's near identical twin brother. Well, you know what they're saying? Yeah, they all look the same. All people Garen. see is the beard. Yeah. Now, don't call me Garen. Everyone does that. It irritates me so much. <laughs> Yeah. See, I, I like my rationalisation that Jack's bad with dwarven arms. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it too. Oh, it's, it's so, oh my gosh. You, when are you aiming to hit this place? Pretty much now. So, like, post lunchtime, yeah, one or two one, in the afternoon. One or two in the afternoon. We just yeah. want to kind of poke around while things are a bit quiet yeah. and see what see what see what's to be seen. Pick up on the local gossip. Okay, so business That's is not business is not exactly booming down at Eels End. Um, at two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, however, as you get within half a street of it, you can still hear the sound of sort of drunken carousing coming out of it because drunks don't respect times of day. Yeah. Um, there are large signs when you you head down this thick, heavy, you know, very well built pier. Looks like it's designed to hold a lot of traffic. Um, and there are large signs up in several languages hanging from ropes, uh, hanging between the ships, nailed up around the pilings, all that sort of thing. It's very open and welcoming. Uh, one of the ships has a sign that says, The Twin Tigers, take the tiger by the tail and try your luck. Um, one of them reads, Welcome to the Golden Hawk, no safer stay in all of old Corvosa. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, one of them is the Dragon's Breath Corridor. Dream the Dragon's Dream at affordable prices. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and we have gambling, the end, drugs. And yeah. opposite from that is the House of Clouds. Our caresses will take you straight to heaven. The prostitutes are awful. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then there is a the largest ship to the south has no signage on it at all. Doesn't um, need it. <laughs> there are rope bridges and gangplanks all over the place. There are at least two or three different open ways of accessing each ship. And there are a few sort of sailors, drunks, and that sort of thing staggering round out here. Um, and just here and there amongst the thin crowds, you'll see a couple of large men in chainmail who are obviously sort of walking around looking out for trouble. Everyone else looks pretty happy to be here. They look more stern than anything else. Mm. And that is what you see at a wander, at an initial wander into Eel's End. So maybe trust out with the ship. Mm. I'm thinking that might be several people sort of look at you as they go past. No one even blinks. Yeah, Yeah, sure. The Taverny, maybe the Taverny one. So we want to try the big unmarked ship. Big unmarked ship. Okay. You go up to it, knock on the door, open it. Yep. Uh, I think probably just to open the door and see what happens. Yep. You open the door. Uh, inside, there is a room. Um, that's a, a sort of just a large open room that would have at some point maybe been the mess hall of the ship or something. 
and is now just a room with kind of 12 guys in heavy armor and weapons just sort of sitting around it looking at the door. Ah, oops. And you sort of, you, you, you walk in, and one of them stands up, walks over to you, and says, you lost? I think so, sorry. No problem. That case all the time. I told you we should back. get a sign. <laughs> <laughs> that case back out, shut the door. Okay, <laughs> not the not the tavern. What did they look like they were doing? They were just sitting around. It was yeah. the barracks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Should have knocked. <laughs> Armed guys? Oh, yes. Um, they're not sitting around there playing cards or anything. They're no, no. on guard. Yeah, right. no, that, it's the barracks. It's the wrong door. Goodness, okay. That's the that's the where the one entrance into the unmarked ship takes you to. Yeah. Right. Okay. So no, um, no. wrong door. Wrong door. Go and find a tavern of some sort. Yeah. Maybe try the inn next. Yep. Mm-hmm. The Golden Hawk. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So this is a this is a what must have been a fairly lovely Chalish saving sailing ship at some point. It's been repaired several times since then. May or may not actually be seaworthy, but it's very, very, very secured to the dock at this point. It doesn't look like it's going anywhere. And it has a very large, elaborate nameplate of the Golden Hawk, with a hawk taking flight off the end of a figurehead. Um, and as you head in, um, there is an inn in here. It has a big open bar, basically, and then some large stairs leading upstairs, presumably to, well, Fake, no, presumably about it. There's an open sign that reads rooms, ask rooms, bar is over there. And there is a gnome sort of standing at the reception area. Um, with his hat, kind of looks like it's been crumpled and scrunched up on his head. Got kind of a patchy beard, and he's fumbling with a huge ring of about 30 keys. Intently focused on them. And he looks up as you come in and, hello, travelers. Can I welcome you for a bed at the Golden Hawk, or are you here to drink? Where the drink? We've got more credibility coming from the dwarf. <laughs> Please, on your left, we have some of the finest ales in all of Old Corvosa. Excellent. We've gone from that direction. Yeah, then. yeah. You go through the... Um, the, the barmaids are a little bustier than your average inn, but just in the sort of hooters sense, as opposed to being openly prostitutes. Yeah. And this isn't the ship of prostitutes. <laughs> yeah. the, Golden yeah, Hawk is, the Golden Hawk is not thriving with activity at two o'clock, but you would still count two dozen people in here. Yeah. And a barmaid will come over to you, you know, um, smiles, down slight, smiles down slightly at you, and in the sort of voice of someone who says this 300 times a day, says, what's your pleasure, hun? Uh, what would give the dwarf an ale? You can just order dwarf an ale. <laughs> yeah. I don't you, think there would be many. Can't, that's just what tourists do. You need to do, go by the brands. Why yeah. <laughs> yeah. do you call your food the dwarf's watch? I don't see where you can. No, you need dwarf brand dwarf an ale, not just dwarf an ale. <laughs> oh my gosh. Taurus. <laughs> what about gold dust? <laughs> Do you have any iron guts medicine? Ah, nice. Iron guts. Wow. Wow. We do it, we do it that, so we do it that. I wouldn't recommend it to your friends unless they're of hardy constitutions. Oh, no, no, these, there's a lot of old lightweights. Just the usual, usual meat for them. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else I can get for you? 
just just with dressing and um, and do you do uh, furniture? Sure. Some of the best, some of the best bar snacks in Oko And I'll get some bar snacks. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, yep. bar snacks. Sounds good. Yep. She. What, what about silver? What does silver want to drink? Well, I've been told I'm only allowed mead. <laughs> no, no, we just you get told. Actually, mead sounds good for me. <laughs> yeah. She and she sort of says, "Yeah, the bar snacks. Well, you know, what's your pleasure? What's your pleasure?" So, hun. <laughs> what's your pleasure? <laughs> Do you, do you actually flick your hair like that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah she, he yeah, totally flicks his hair like that. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> what's she got behind the bar there? <laughs> the top stuff. Oh, I'll show you what's behind the bar. <laughs> <laughs> this is so gay. This is so gamers too. <laughs> they, they do actually have some reasonably fine quality wines not yeah. super high end stuff yeah. but on the upper class stuff. I, I'm looking for something a little bit better than me <laughs> but not like something that's going to punch me into the next room like hands that's five dwarf and now you're nice, insulted nice there. wine or champagne is what you want sorry wine and champagne wine or champagne or something like that sure, so so everyone knows a lot about wine so so do they have any elven wine here of course I'll have I'll I'll mention a, a brand name that my parents have drunk in the past. Yep. Glitter dust. Glitter dust. Oh, that sounds like a no one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that stuff will blind you. Um, yeah. Sunleash. Something that sounds Sunleash kind of sounds nice. Yeah. Kind of album and mysterious. Yeah. Moonshadow. Moonshadow. That sounds kind of like it's moonshine. <laughs> we'll go with moonshadow. Yes. Only brewed by the most civilized of Alvish rednecks. <laughs> she will bustle off, takes some money, bustles off, comes back, gives everyone their drink. Uh, Silver's one seems to be topped up, you know, really close to the top. <laughs> she um, really wants me to be. And she's, she smiles at you and... She says, "If you're ever in, if you're ever in the mood to earn some more coin for that wine, you head down to you head down to the House of Clouds and see Helvara. Pass her this from me, and you will fold it up. No, it's not sealed in any way, so you can trivially right. read it once she bustles off if you so desire. Sure, what's she say? Five stars. It, it it says Helvara. I'd pay for him. <laughs> Dash Kirsty." <laughs> <laughs> And so we gave this new job in prostitution. No, some guys don't have to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, no, he's just no, putting, that's, he's just he's getting aside. paid. Yeah, <laughs> new job. That's much better. Than yeah, paid. yeah, no, he, he's 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 trying not to 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 be all like, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. No, I'm blending in here. Uh, yeah, guys don't keep it in the cleavage. No, guys so keep true. it rolled up in their pants. No, I was thinking like uh, in a yeah, yeah. The traditional one is you roll it up into a tube and then you stick it in your pants. <laughs> okay, I'm not a guy. I don't know these things. <laughs> that's well, that, why we're here to educate. That's you. as true as the concept that all women store things in their cleavage. Yeah, I know women who do that though. They have big boobs. Okay, of so course like... they do. <laughs> and also, girls' clothes don't have pockets. Something yeah, that is very true. This guy's clothes are awesome! Hell yes! This guy is awesome! Yes. Oh, fuck, I Be- wish I Because for some reason, everyone who, who designs and makes women's clothing 
just assumes we don't actually need pockets. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because don't you have a man to carry things? <laughs> for you oh my gosh! Being I... it, um, it makes the cut. It makes the cut better. Yeah. yeah, and the theory is guys don't care. <laughs> and guys want utility out of their pants. Yeah, we want no, to be able no, to store but, things. But guys don't carry little bags either. So true. Yeah. I carry. Yeah, we need pockets. Yeah, I carry. We have pockets. You have a bag of infinite contents. <laughs> I, I, I carry I everything that's chips when I craft. Okay, okay, so I tell you what, though, on Tumblr, if you want to get lots and lots of reblogs, have a skirt with pockets on it. You'll get gazillions of reblogs on Tumblr. Ugh. <laughs> we want to, um, you so, know, hang out in this tavern and possibly yeah. gather some information. Yep. Mm. Okay. That sounds like the gather streetwise information check. Yes. Go, yes. Flora. I'm going to get, get drunk. <laughs> You're going to purposely get drunk. It's going to take a while. Nine. I have Wait, 11 no, fortitude versus... What so are you? 13 fortitude versus getting drunk. What are you aiming to look for? Here? Um... Laura would want to know probably more about whether the spider liked or hated Gadron Lamb. Yep. So I'd have a better way of how to approach him. Yeah, that's a good idea. Sorry, I only rolled a five, so it wasn't very good. Uh, I'll, t- I'll do a separate um, streetwise check yep. on a slightly... Um, I want to know if we wanted to approach the spider, how we would go about it. Yep. Like, who around here could actually, actually has that kind of pull that we could talk to? Yep. Who could give us an audience? But, well, it's very much depend on how I do here. Mm. Um, that's a 30. Okay. So, to answer your question mm-hmm. first, uh, you, you asked a few questions around here, um, Gadron Lamb has not been seen has has not been seen here in some considerable length of time, which doesn't surprise you at all. Yeah. Um, you become aware that he does business with the King of Spiders. That doesn't necessarily mean they like each other, though. It merely means they both have some service that the other one gains benefit from. They respect each other enough, just enough not to kill each other. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're almost certainly rivals in the sense that they're both in the same business of criminal activity. Mm. But you don't get a very good read on how amicable versus how not the relationship is. Um, Jaxwell, on the other hand, is much easier. Oh, sweet. Um, you are in the King of Spiders home looking yeah. for the King of Spiders. Um, as to where he is, that's really easy. Um, he's in the large ship behind all those goons. Oh, the one right. without yeah. the, yeah. um, the sign on it. And and is reasonably openly known to be there. This is not a big secret or anything. Right. It's yeah. not openly advertised, but it's available to anyone who goes asking around. Um, he is in there in his big throne room thing in there. Um, you hear that people going to see him, however... Um, obviously the goons are there to keep random people getting in and murdering yeah. the Jesus out of him. Um... To get in to see him, you need to have somebody who will speak for you um, to suggest that it's in Divago's interests to talk to you. Um, of that, there are a bunch of people who could do so, specifically the four, um, his, his four little guild leaders of his various businesses here. So we could cozy up to the um, twitchy little innkeeper and... Yep, could, Tuggins we, the gnome. If we can convince him that we have business. Or um, we could try to... Um... Start yep. using that Hel- car. Helvara, and... Helvara, the Madam of the House of Clouds. Here we go. You've got it in with her. <laughs> uh, a guy called Bizzity. No, Biz- yeah, Bizzity, <laughs> who runs the Dragon's Breath. Um, Bizzity! 
And there are apparently a pair of twin human brothers who run the uh, Twin Tigers, the casino. They are Vudrans, dressed up like crazy Indians with their head wraps and things. The other other kind of Indians. Um, But if if you can get any of them to speak for you, then that will at least get you in. Um, if it turns out you don't have anything of any import to say to Vargo, then uh, several people who go in to see him to waste his time get fed to his spiders. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but we do actually have business with him. We just, if we, if we want to go that route and talk to him. In fact, at the difficulty 10, whispers say that he has the blood of fiends in him and that he can communicate with his spiders telepathically. Uh-huh. Creepy. Mm? Yeah, and they said old Gadron had eyes eyes actually in the back of his head. Um, (laughs) But getting a a meeting with him in his throne room shouldn't be that hard, because particularly at night there are a lot of people in there. It's very much Jabba the Hutt's court. Yeah. So um, he would like some gold for the information, or a favour. Hmm. Or something that we could do for him. Well, of well, gold would probably be a better bet because we might not want to do the thing that we could do for him. That's a worry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the do thing we have is, enough gold though? Well, we've got a thousand that Crusadians advanced us. Yeah. What yeah. What you may want to do is possibly put that thousand gold in your party gold. Yeah. And then. Um, Another, you know, spend it from there, or underspend it, or whatever, whatever method pleases you. You're yeah. displeased with what I'm suggesting. I, 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 I'm just sitting here, sweetie, <laughs> and, um, I, 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 and now I'm really nervous because I'm having to worry about my expression. Uh, the, the basic premise is you've been given a thousand gold to bribe him with the premise that you keep whatever you don't spend. Hmm. If you need more than that, then you need to supply it out of your own pockets. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's go with that then. All right. So we've got some. We've got. Nearly 1,500 gold just in the party inventory without factoring in what people could stand personally. I think we we can... Well, unless he's really committed to not selling us this, we can probably afford to buy it. That's a... that's a, yeah. It's a valuable piece of information, but that's a good bit of change. But we, do, we don't want to wind up paying or wind up paying a ton more than we should. Exactly. And, um, like, our haggling skills aren't necessarily... I mean, Silver's got good intimidate, but that's not really what you want to be using no, on a guy. You're using civilization, isn't it? What, what's the haggling skill, sweet? What would we use if we were in Catapesh at the market store? Uh, diplomacy. Right, sweet. Well, okay. It depends on the angle that we're going. Yeah. So, who's got the best diplomacy out of yeah, interest? It, as a general rule, it's the. It's the, oh, I want like, the thing you okay. have, you know. I'm convinced that, you know, I have some things that you would like. Yeah. Let us trade. This is more in your favour than it is mine. Yeah. That's what the diplomacy is selling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you'd need to actually back that up with something as opposed to, hi, I'm your buddy, please give me the ledger. Yeah. But, but might, you know, that's what you have yeah. the big sack of cash for. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if he wants Gavin dead, then like, we, well, like we do... Then, then, then we, we may definitely, not. yeah. Yeah, I think we we should try and get as much information as we can before we go to see. Yeah, him. but how do we get him to see us? I mean, well, the the theory is we talk to one when we want to do that. We talk to one. We try and talk one of these ship guys into letting us in. Find his charm. 
Uh, at which point, my money would be the twitchy gnome, because I don't want to go into the drag ship. Hmm. And um, the twitchy gnome looks like an easy mark. <laughs> or, or we could try the twin vudrums, maybe. Oh, or no, we could no, sell no, silver no. to the highest bidder. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, they'll have a quick conversation, go behind the... Go behind the curtain, and then half an hour later, come back and we'll have our invitation. Yeah. I don't know why this always happens to Susan's character, but we really don't have to prostitute everyone. Actually, your card's only 13, so we'll say 15 minutes. Oh! <laughs> oh, the eye! Shut up, just because you're a platinum dwarf. <laughs> Yeah, but With constitution not... and endurance. Yeah, I can go all night. Oh, yeah, God. but technically you shouldn't be prostituting your friends. Uh, now, as oh the man God. at the table that has a copy of the book of erotic <laughs> fantasy, I can tell you the relevant skill is perform sex. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that's definitely something you want to invest in. The, the book of erotic fantasy has a lot of prestige classes of people who put ranks in perform sex. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Why? There's also a spell to instantly strip somebody. What does wow. the book of erotic fantasy envisage you're going to be doing on these adventures exactly? <laughs> Having lots well, of sex. No, no, they're, they're genuinely like classes for comparatively normal adventuring. It's just you have like, you know, I'm the pain giver, the hardcore, you know, BDSM yeah, slave master of, type instead thing. Instead of grease, instead of, of grease, it's lubrication yeah, and, or and, something. And <laughs> I wear my, you know, my black mask and have my cat o' nine tails whip. Which I use for perform sex and for, you know, hurting people who are trying to chop people up with axes. <sighs> you know, and I get a bonus with whips because I'm kinky like that and all this kind of shit. Like anyway, that's one of like <laughs> the eight prestige Moving hastily along. <laughs> so, um, in terms of finding out stuff, um, Flora and I have made streetwise checks that basically occupies us for a couple of hours. Um, I don't know if anybody else wants to try and find out anything. But the silver's got the note. Oh, yeah, you can just walk in. Yeah, so what Garen said was that before we yeah. try and get in, we should find out more information. Yeah. yeah. And what I'm saying is that Flora and I have both rolled streetwise checks, which yeah. take a couple of hours to roll. Yeah. So, to, to actually find out the information that we have. Mm. So the rest of you are hanging out in this tavern and are welcome to try and find things out yourself. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what information, other information people want, but. Yeah. That's true. Well, my streetwise isn't particularly shit. It's it's just not as good as other people's, maybe. Well, I Um, think your your streetwise is... uh, Flora's is better, but I don't think anybody else's is better. I just made my check on a three. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Plus three. Yeah, same. I got plus three, so I might might have a... um, So you could suggest something else you want to know. Yeah. Yeah, What can I do for you, my lovely... (laughs) Oh. <laughs> Being and prostituting out people's characters. <laughs> I was so smart to play a, a small a small girl in this game. There's a sorcerer oh, prestige class called Sexomancer or something of that name. Oh my god. Really? Where you derive your bonus spells by having sex with people. It suggests you use your party members because they're convenient. Oh my god. <laughs> the fucking ironic fantasy is fucking hilarious. Bizarre wow. and hilarious. Anyway. <laughs> that is, yeah. Far out. Yeah, that get quite awkward pretty quick. Yeah. Yep. yep. All right. So, what kind of information are we after? So, um, I I wanna know just how how bad bad or good the relationship is between the spider and the 
All right, so yeah, yeah, Flora yeah. already tried to find that out. Yeah. yeah. Fail. Yeah, okay, so... Yeah, so yeah, I can... You I can, can make another try and yeah. see if you can find out more information. Yeah. Okay. I think that is quite important information. Yes. And I will just twelve. Yep. So... Uh, at that which point, you, you will get definite confirmation that they work together and trade together. Yeah. But that still doesn't mean it's an amicable relationship. Yeah. Among other things, uh, you would get enough to make you question why the King of Spiders has Lamb's Ledger with all his business dealings yeah. in it. I mean, that's weird. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like something Lamb would voluntarily give to somebody exactly. else. I mean, it's yeah. kind of a pretty big weapon against him. Mm. Yeah. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to talk to the gnome at the door and um, see if I yes. can get an idea of what it would take for us to get an audience with him. You are seeking an audience with the King of Spiders? Yeah, me and my friends. I see. What is it you and your friends are looking for? Uh, we're looking to do a, a, a deal with him. Yes, yes. You and so many others who come through the door. Well, we have money. Yeah, yeah. You and so many others who <laughs> What's he looking for? Oh, he's looking for you to tell him something about what this deal actually entails. Your generic people off the street, we've got something good from it. Uh-huh. <laughs> we want to buy something only he can provide. Yeah, yeah okay, I'll, I'll say that. We want to buy something only he can provide. Uh, the king of spiders provide many fine services but some of them better than others. I sense you are not just looking for a bed for night or a bed companion. Not with the King of Spiders I'm not, no. <laughs> not that you would have to look far for a bed companion. <laughs> no, I, I've already had enough. <laughs> I believe I have a key here somewhere <laughs> for the master suite. <laughs> I... This, no, this, I'd find this <laughs> if I was sufficiently motivated. He has a, he has a book on his possession that we want, we wish to, to bargain, bargain, bargain for. Uh, and you get your favourite check here. Yeah. Sense motive. Fuck. Sense motive. Oh, really a sense motive? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Silver has no idea. That's a that's That's a a, one. No, it's not a two. It's a one. It's a one. A book, you say. The king of spiders is not known for his taste in reading material. What? How does this book interest you? And what are you prepared to pay for it? This is not a library. Just as at this point you say, um, we have a we have good we have good resources, and you know potentially you can show him very privately that you've got gold, but don't commit yourself on the book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Just say you know there there is something that he possesses that we want, and we're prepared to pay handsomely for. Yeah, and maybe make a diplomacy check. Yeah, am I able to do something that has like some something I've got a better role in? (laughs) You can threaten. No. No, I don't want to threaten him. That would be a bad idea. You can indeed take that option if you so choose. Yeah, it's always available. That's going to be such a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, In essence of that, it's diplomacy you're looking for. 
Honestly. Okay, so I'll, I'll give him a hint that the amount of money that we've got is in the higher areas of a thousand. Yep. Okay. Come on, please give me something that's closer to me. Something that's definitely not a two. Oh, it's well, a five. It's not a two. Oh Do we want to re-roll it? Oh, I think thumbs. we maybe want to try a different boat house, ship captain. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we can. We can. It does sound like you have sufficient funds that you would have a much better time at the Twin Tigers than at Divago's Library. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That one. Yeah. No worries. I'll I'll yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take my chances yeah, around the place. Do you want to do any good for example? I might help. just have to. <laughs> I just need to keep my trap shut. Tell me where the villainy is. <laughs> I need to keep my freaking trap shut. <laughs> I can't talk to people. <laughs> the good news is you're approaching the point where you level up. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> okay. So we got Fairbanks. Okay, so, so I've got the gambling den. We're staying away from the drug house. Yeah, okay. So gambling. that leaves the gambling den or prostitution. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And while we are rarer in this city, I don't think there's much truck for a dwarf prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> so what about we try the gambling den? Yes. Well, some of the customers might have particularly exotic needs. Oh. Yeah. 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 They have a bit of ceremony in their life. <laughs> Everybody likes to come with the dawn. (laughs) So it's like, I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. It's like four. It's only going to get worse. Oh god. It's like four in the afternoon at this point. Yeah, it's been a half an hour. It's four or five in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, If you want to wait until it's busier, you can very easily fuck around here for a couple of hours. The whole thing is a giant den of entertainment. Hmm. Is the theory being it would be easier to get in to see the King of Spiders when it's busier? Uh, it depends entirely what you want to do. It there will be more people around versus less people around. Yeah, but we, we want a private audience with him, so it seems like four or five is just as good as later. Yeah. Uh, you are very unlikely to get that. Uh, not, not as in with no bodyguards, but just in not him and not him and a whole courtroom of people. Yeah. Uh, again, I stand by my statement. Oh, okay. That will be substantively harder if that's what you're aiming to obtain. Okay. I didn't we get want... that impression. No, alright. We want to get any opportunity to talk to a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A, he, he was described as on a throne. So it's getting he like court. Jabba, literally, Jabba the Hutt's court. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... So one thought is that you could um, express an interest... Try a different tack and express an interest in seeing the court... And um, co- having a conversation, and, and possibly having a talk with the King of Spiders, and go for the the lower end thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just worried if we leave it too long, maybe somebody else will try and jump on the opportunity. Well, certainly, I don't think we want to fail with all four boathouse keepers. That's going to give him way too much information about us. Yeah. Hmm. Just trying to think of the best way to do this. So, gambling, damn. If my sense motive was good, was better, I could probably, you know, challenge them to a game of poker, but no. Yeah, the, the other thing you can do from what you've heard is merely, is, is either 
you've got a good enough deal for the King of Spiders that he should that he sh- that you should be allowed to see him, or that you're so sufficiently impressive that he should invite you in to see him, which you could accomplish by being you know particularly attention grabby, right. big spending, big winnings, uh, big whoring, something in that nature. <laughs> big whoring. <laughs> I think the um the good well, enough well worse silver to go around and pleasure all yeah. the prostitutes. A good enough deal for the king of spiders sounds like more the way we yeah, want to go. We need something to. It's merely a, it's merely an option on the cards. Yeah. yeah, I can I can totally see silver James bonding this shit and seducing his way to the king of spiders. <laughs> I did suggest it. I've come to offer you this right. <laughs> I don't know what will make him see us. Wow. Um, because they have the drug house. Money made. may not interest him. He's already got no, no, no money, money. Money always interests him. It, it seems likely Depends that money will interest him. It's merely that we need to roll better than a five or yeah. a diplomacy check to yeah. put him across. Cer- certainly, with the relative costs of what you're talking about, a thousand gold should certainly interest him. If you're right. offering him silver pieces, he'd just tell you to piss off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, for five gold, he might. See you briefly for a thing. For a yeah. thousand, that's definitely I, pay attention to what I'm doing, money. I yeah. mean, um, doing something cool and flashy to get his attention sounds like the cool role playing option. Yeah. It's just not really. While we are all capable of cool, flashy things, then we're not really very well suited to the demo of scum and villainy. Mm. I'm the only real proper criminal, and I'm a bit penny ante <laughs> for this place. <laughs> I would <laughs> probably do well if I was allowed to intimidate. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but the thing is, you know, if you if we were trying to scare them straight or um, get them to tell us all their secrets in a basement, that'd be one thing. If you want to go down that road, you can start beating up random patrons. See, it, it's just a bad like idea. A, assaulting yeah. his guards is probably a stupid idea in terms of getting you in to see him in anything other than chained up. But in terms yeah. of look how manly and tough I am as I beat up this other guy in the bar, that's that's a different story. Get into a bar fight. It's an option available to you. You could do that. How much money do I have? Oh, okay. I you have to gamble. pay someone to throw a bar fight. I think he's looking at the gambling option. Yeah. 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 I'm going to. That that might actually work. Wow. Um, a bit of gambling, a bit of a um, challenge, which he doesn't have any stake in. Yeah. So that's going to get his attention. He's not getting his cut. Um, drinking contest versus the dwarf. <laughs> that's an excellent. You're going to start up your own drinking contest in the yes. golden hall. Yeah, hundred gold prize. Oh, no one's ever going to go and meet the madam of prostitutes. <laughs> no, no. I've got the scriptures here for all of these guys. Yes, but we, you've got to remember we, we've been hit on by a number of your NPCs already. Yeah, yeah. both been there and done that. All right, it's going to so, be all tuggins then. Uh, <laughs> so, drinking contest sounds fun. The drinking contest idea. I'm going to start off with a hundred gold pot for the winner. Yep. Five gold buy-in. Yep. Try and drink the dwarf under the table. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. That, so that's, that's, that's sufficient money that it's just going to get... Presuming you can pull a hundred gold out of your pants yes. and actually got it. Oh yeah. God, That's yes. sufficient money that will just draw attention. You don't need a charisma check. You don't need to mark it off or anything. You just need to actually yeah, have yeah, it. I have it. Um, and I will pay for it if I lose. The... Um, the party can totally cover this. That's, that's sufficient that um, you don't need to actually make a charisma check for it. As soon as you make enough noise and start doing this, people will look over. Yeah. Huh, is that a hundred gold sitting on that table? 
think it is. Hmm. I've been drinking since the mid-afternoon, boys, just to make it fair for all of you. Otherwise, you Suddenly, wouldn't have Rosalie a hot now. Sol, you want the chill. the real chill. Look, I'll make, it, I'll make it easier for your lads. I'll drink with one arm behind my back. <laughs> I realise that you keep the voice down. I realise the drinking contest pretty much calls for the loud band of war. Awesome. Alright, at this point I actually think we do want to wait till it's a bit later in the evening. Oh, yes. Otherwise it's not, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise it's not worthy of the Dwarven yeah, so, so let us say that Garen then spends the afternoon bragging that he yeah, can drink can anyone under the table, yeah. just talking, talking himself and, and the thing up yeah. a bit, you know, and making loud, I bet I can type things. Yeah. Um, and then and possibly silver per- and possibly silver performs some sort of song to get everyone in the spirit. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I start up some bits and bar music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a brilliant notion, Adam. I yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I love being a dwarven paladin. Uh, <laughs> it allows me to come up with some crazy stuff. <laughs> you get people interested and start Woo-hoo. gathering around the table and a couple of guys come up to you and oh yeah you know it's been a real hundred gold bite the coin yep okay sure sure you you go up against some generic mooks can you give me a difficulty five fortitude save <laughs> oh my gosh can I fail that? you actually still can fail that you can fail saves nope. on that one <laughs> you always pass them on a nat 20 and you always fail them on a nat 1 meaning it's Theoretically possible for Lucy to drink you under the table. It's just extremely unlikely. <laughs> All right, you knock out several challenges fairly easy. They have a go well, at my medicine. And go, oh, if God, you drink Garen under the table, we're going to be suspicious about what you put in his drink. Uh, and eventually, this is starting to draw a crowd, and you get an actual challenger. There's a <clears throat> step aside, boys. <laughs> Funk. Funks of large, green, muscular arms come out and Whoa. push the crowd apart. Oh, no. Um, and a spectacularly ugly half-hawk woman walks <laughs> out. She looks like someone who's beaten her around the face with a club several hundred times. Wow. Uh, big, muscly arms, shirt pulled up to here. Um, has on just this kind of jerkin that isn't is vaguely buttoned at various points down there, but not all the way. She sits down. So, I understand you think you can drink. <laughs> well, they're certainly, certainly drinking this lot under the table, but it'll make it a lot more interesting with the ancient rivalry going on. These are babies crapping their diapers. No one drinks shut up under the table. <laughs> what do you name shut up? Shut up! <laughs> That's what my parents yelled at me. That's my name. You want to make something of it, pretty boy? Hey. Don't want to make something of it. Hey, are we here to fight or are we here to drink? Well, it depends if he wants to arm wrestle first. Look at him. He's a twig. Yeah. Get sitting and down to drink it. I'm not a twig! <laughs> I have fourteen strength! Ignoring you. <laughs> I have the same strength you do. Yeah, but I guarantee you, shut up's got more. Shut up's got a racial bonus. <laughs> Let's make this fast. I want to get over to the House of Clouds. I hear they've got a new boy in. Mm. <laughs> oh my god! Two handed? Hey! Can you give me a fortitude? Ooh, that does not look good. 
Okay, so... If, if anyone from the outside wants to endeavor to assist this in any fashion... How do we assist? Well, you can't help, you, you can't help Garen directly, i.e. you can't help him process alcohol better. Yeah. But you could, for example, uh, you know, larceny out water for his drinks, larceny in harder drinks for theirs, distract them... Pick their pockets, any number of a thousand things. Please can, help. I, can I amuse Intimidate on the Orcs and yeah. tend to moralize her a bit? You can try. So as she's, as, as she's sitting down drinking, you can sort of stand there and, you know, <clears throat> flex at her a bit. And... I, I, I'll, I'll tell her how I, I don't think she's, she's, she's really trying. I think that she's, she's putting a couple to the side and, and, and that she doesn't look like she's drunk enough. I'll, I'll make her, her drink herself kind of to a, a more of a stupor, or make her... Yeah, you're, like you're using Intimidate to goad her off, you know, yeah. make her afraid of you. Okay, let's see. Something I can actually do. I okay, like 23. So, they, they double-hand a couple of mugs of heavy dwarven ale, both of them without blinking. Um... And you stand at the back and sort of silver stand and goes, geez, that really all she can drink? <laughs> Just, I thought you could do better. And you get, shut up! <laughs> shut up! <laughs> shut up! <laughs> and you're like, oh, I've spilled half of that one. Okay, I'm going to have to have another one now. <laughs> um, she, you are definitely getting her goat. She is yeah. stopping to yell, shut up. At the same <laughs> um, so on that, Garen pulls ahead in the race of fortitude saves. Yes. As she seems to be paying less attention to what she is drinking and more attention yelling at Silver. <laughs> uh, that gives you one of the two best of three successes that you need for this. Yes! Oh, nice. And then you continue to drink, presumably. Yes. And more people pass money quietly in the background. Is anyone doing anything for this? Oh, yes. That's better. Um, however, given that um, Garen needs a little bit of help, um, needed a little bit of help last time and we can't know what he's going to roll... Um, the next r- the next round of contenders, Jack, will be the waiter for at least one round of drinks. Yep. Um, I'll give you a flat DC for this, because it's just whether someone in the crowd spots you or not. Um, so that's a 13. Okay. So, no one in the crowd is going to make much of this. Uh, then shut up, sees if she notices. <laughs> Wait, do I need to roll again for my Intimidator? No, no, I'm helping this round. Is this Silver, bro? Go double speed. Yeah, so um, the um, shut-ups next next round includes three owls and one dragon's breath whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) One half cup of dragon's breath whiskey. It's not fair. Everyone knows half of it goes in a dwarf's bed anyway. (laughs) Everyone knows. Dwarfs. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and on a 23. <laughs> people applaud, and Garen sort of looks around, ah, you know, who's next? And people are now looking at you thinking, you must be a bit more hammered now, maybe we'll try our chances. And then, you hear from, you hear sort of clink, clink, clink from oh, behind yeah. you, and you look around, the gnome is there with a set of keys, and one of the goons just kind of lurking vaguely in the background. Excuse me, this is unauthorized betting. This game needs to come to an end. I suggest all of you take your business to Twin Tigers. That voice is really good. 
And the guy sort of waves his arms at them, and the crowd slowly starts to disperse. None of them are getting ripped off of money or anything. How, how much did I earn? Good question. Have earned the grand sum of sixty silver pieces, aka six gold. How much would it be to pay for a round for the house? Not much. It's it's relatively cheap. Okay. So throwing the wings as, as they start walking away, I'll say, "Have one for everyone in the house." And then you can give the money. Then you can give to the money to the um... to the dog right at him. <laughs> you have an impressive constitution. Young man, are you in the market for some work? We can certainly see that you don't go thirsty. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and the Free drinks, I'm always happy to listen to offers. Although, to be honest, I have to try to. Get in to see the king. But you know how it is. You need to be introduced by somebody on the port. I understand. There is much of amusement in the king of spiders' court that should delight a man of your proclivities. Oh, I do tell. <laughs> and then I just basically work him. <laughs> gambling and drinking and denies but not... What goes on in the more common places? You are a more discerning customer. And diplomacy. Uh, no, in fact, you have oh, his attention. That's sweet. all he wants. Oh, sweet. Yeah. This is the sort of thing that would, you know, that Tuggins feels would amuse Divago or add to his court in some way. Yeah. Why don't you go along and see the king of spiders? And. He writes you a small sealed note and stamps it. Oh, and much obliged. I can get a spot check, then people can theoretically see what he's writing. He's not overly endeavouring to conceal this from you. No, but it is a sealed note, so you don't necessarily want to pop it afterwards. Eleven. What's my spot modifier? Sixteen. Perception. Oh, okay. So, anyone who beats nine... Yep. Tuggins leans over, yeah. carefully fills this in, covering it so no one can possibly see it, then drops his massive ring of keys on top of it while he's moving away from it. Then curses, picks it up, leaving it clearly visible for three or four seconds. Um, and it literally reads, you know, it, it literally reads, Divago, you know, this dwarf should add amusement. This this dwarf should add amusement to your court. He's been dr- he's been running drink. He's been drinking several people under the table. There doesn't seem to be anything sinister concealed in it whatsoever. And of course, he stamps it and seals it with his little black seal. It has a spider on it. Yep, nice. Cool. Okay. <laughs> and the paladin gets us in to see the king of thieves by drinking all cut to the table. That was awful. <laughs> That was amazing. <laughs> what am I going to do with these stats and the relative costs for the prostitution room? <laughs> Look, it's prostitution. I'm sure we'll run into them with the nobles later. 15 minutes of low cost bliss. <laughs> is one of the descriptors. <laughs> wow. They know their target audience. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to be the person who was being prostituted. <laughs> <laughs> Work that charisma score. Yeah, I really um, feel like after Chandra, you've been prostituted. Your characters have been prostituted enough. 
if it, if like what what if what Garen was doing didn't work out, I was happy to do it. Just yeah. <laughs> Silver normally goes for high class folk. Yeah. <laughs> Fifteen minutes of low cost loving. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm With sure they have their velvet what? With shut up. <laughs> oh, no. You head across to the main Say ship. my name. Shut up. <laughs> and and the, the implication is Tuggins is perfectly happy with Garen to take his people with him. Yes, yeah, so. my entourage. Yeah, where is his entourage? So you roll in, you walk through the front door again, and again, you know, some guy looks over at you and says, you you know, something you want. It's, yeah, it's not actually, are you lost now that it's late at night and people are coming to see the King of Spiders? Yeah. Uh, well, late at night, it's like 7 o'clock at this yeah. point. Um, he says, you want something you want? You know, looks at this. Alright. Go on through, one of the guys that gets up, takes a ring of keys, unlocks the door, and takes you in. And what you will see in here is this large room was probably the captain's cabin at some point, and then several other walls of adjacent rooms have been knocked out to make it this large sort of area, taking up about half the ship. Um... There are a lot of people in here. Um, not, it must be said, monstrous amounts. You've probably got... You have six guys in here that are looking obviously brutish and guard-like. Um, and then about another two dozen miscellaneous people just sort of hanging around, playing cards in the corner, you know, watching what's happening, that sort of thing. Uh, the motif in here has everyone stepped away from the walls because they are thick with spider webs. Yeah. Literal, actual spider webs. Yeah. In which there are literal, actual spiders scuttering up and down. Most of them are normal size. Some of them are as big as a fist. Oh. <laughs> they seem quite content to just stay in their webs. They're not menacing the guests or anything. Um, and towards the back of the room, there is a wooden stage with a large leather chair on it, also covered in cobwebs and scampering spiders. Um, and there is a man sitting upon it. The king of spiders. He looks like the king of spiders. Was it when you got out? Yes, I did indeed. Thank you. Uh, so he is dressed in sort of vaguely, vaguely leathery armor with a spider motif across the chest. Um, he has a couple of blades, obviously, by his side, and but otherwise looks like he is just dressed in well-made but cheap clothing. Devado Basabi, King of Spiders. <coughs> A.K.A. Evil Peter Parker. What? He's the Spider King. He's Sorry. The what he has is not, um, is not blades by his side. What he actually has is gauntlets on that seem to have little spike, like vaguely Wolverine type claws sticking out. Yeah, the top. he's got two. He's got yeah, spike but just one on each thing, so he's got like single tiger claws. Ah, oh, sure, there was a name for those, but can't remember. Probably spiked gauntlet. I don't think it's a punching tag, but um. Mm. So. <laughs> You need a cat that can do that. You come in. You can make yourselves at home in here or approach him as you like. As you sort of look around the room, there are several people uh, making deals. You can see some guy sitting there slugging something that you're really, really sure is shudder. It's bright green and bubbling. Um, And there appear to be two people in front of Divago 
who are brutally beating the crap out of each other with their bare knuckles. Oh. And Divago is sort of just sitting there watching this. Wow. Okay then. Oh, you're the host. <laughs> Why, thanks. <laughs> And some people will look up as you come in, but not hearing screaming and blood behind you, they do nothing. You know. <laughs> they look at you, they let you wander the wander about. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we'll go straight away, we should wander around a bit. Yep. Don't yep. want to seem too eager. You wander around a bit, there's a few gambling games happening, um, not a lot of prostitution in here. There are a couple of attractive women around who seem to be doing the serving, but they're mostly here for drinks and eye candy as opposed to to be prostitutes directly. Hmm. Um, And eventually one guy beats the crap out of the other one, looks up hopefully at Divago and smiles at him and Divago sort of goes, It was adequate. Waves a hand away and looks a bit bit downturned and stumbles away. The other dude gets pulled away out the door. Um, while we're just potting around in here, I want to make a last new check and case the joint. Sure. Sounds like a very smart thing to do. Nice. Um, so that's a 24. Okay. So, when I said Jabba the Hut throne room, I meant really, really Jabba the Hut throne room, because in front of Divago's throne, around where the two guys were fighting and around where anyone going up to present audience to him would be, uh, there is a fairly large trapdoor, <laughs> okay, um, reasonably well concealed in the ground, um, and you are pretty sure the mechanism is on Divago's throne. Right. You can see one arm just has this slight bulge, one of the arms of the throne has this slight bulge out that isn't in the other one. So it will be a push button something, and then all the people standing in front of him drop into a pit, which you would guess is probably invariably filled with spiders or some such thing. Lovely. So really, really Jabba the Hutt style. Yeah. Uh, there is nothing you can do about disarming this that would be transparently obvious, but yeah. you can actually tip everyone it's there because you're looking yeah. at it beforehand instead of while you're standing on it. Yeah. While you're in front of him, you kind of go, guys, we're standing on the trapdoor, and the bug goes out. Well, okay, they know about the transport now, so... Yeah. Uh, so you can warn everyone, which will help if you yep, happen I'm, to run afoul of it. I will, I will surreptitiously pass that information along. Um, secondly, uh, you can see marks in the spider web in the back of the room, um, which suggests to you that behind it there is... A secret door might be a little strong, but a door that is concealed by webbing, yet the webbing has been cut around it so it can be opened and shut with relative ease. So you'd guess this leads to a back chamber, um, probably something based on the size of the ship like his personal quarters or something like that. There's quite certainly an area below here, which isn't necessarily accessible by anything but the trapdoor. But in terms of where the ledger might be, if it's not under, if it's not on him directly, it's probably in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't appear to have any um, particular security around it that you can absorb, observe, but for the fact that there's a large room full of people. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would like to do a perception check to see if I can notice that if I 
not if I know who any of the people in the room are? Uh, that would be streetwise. Oh, okay. If you can see them, streetwise yeah. is do you know who they are? Do you know who I am? No, probably not. That's the three. Three plus what? Five. Five. Uh, yeah, you've, you've got to tell Jared the result yeah, yeah, yeah. of what's yeah. on the dice isn't of much use to him. Uh, that does actually tell you that there is no one here of any particularly compelling note. There is no one that you would be aware of. They're just generic, you know... Criminals, scumbags, uh, people out for a bit of a dirty night, that kind of thing. I think Jack will um, uh, go quietly up to Garen and um, let you know about the spider trap door, having let the others go. Maybe go now while he's not distracted by somebody else. Uh, He's not in the best of moods, but... He may not not? have a better mood. Exactly. Yeah. I think you'll uh, pick up after we start People can down. actually endeavor to draw conclusions about Debargo as well, as you oh, watch yes. him. That is yes. motive, of course. <laughs> no, no. He's not endeavoring to conceal this, so this is... 13. What do you see? 7. That was a 5. 4. <laughs> 10. Yeah. Really? The 12? <laughs> I know, but 1. That's the conclusion that everyone draws. Hmm. Yeah. Brushes the guy away. He's watching what's happening here. Nothing seems to be particularly exciting him. Yeah. That's about what you can draw. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's it's hidden depth to remain hidden. <laughs> uh, well, time for the suicide charge. Who wants to go in with me? Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we all go. Yeah, do, we do we all yeah. want to go down the trap hole? That's what I'm asking. But, no, well, the theory is we um, move up to it and just sort of casually stand yeah. towards the back so we can yeah. jump away. I'll stand by your side. <laughs> yeah, essentially the way it'll work is if the trapdoor goes off, everyone gets a reflex save. Yeah. Because you know it's there, you get a bonus to your reflex save because as soon as you feel the ground shift under you, you don't go, what's that? You go, ah, the trapdoor, and start jumping. Yeah. It doesn't mean you'll jump out of the way, but it means you'll have a much better chance of doing it. Yeah. So what was his name again? Uh, Divago Basari. Bavasi, sorry, or the King of Spiders. Both seem to be equal forms of addressing him. I can't remember. I can't say his um, name, but I'm going to go... Uh, thank you. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem to be anything particularly, um, you know, highfalutin nobility. Divago seems a perfectly adequate method of addressing him. So I rock on up with my entourage and say... Yep. So everyone moves up to the Jabba the Hutt trap door, yep. just to be clear. Yep, yep. Greetings, Devalgable Bavasi, King of Spiders. May I have a moment of your time? He <clears throat> looks you all up and down with slow, assessing eyes. Um, Lucy, this has happened plenty to you. His eyes linger on your flesh as he gazes up and down, but you've met lots of guys who sort of get leer at you and go, yeah. breasts and legs, that kind of thing. His eyes just go across your flesh, but he... He doesn't look like he's thinking about making out with you. It's more like he's thinking about eating you. He's not interested in your body as a woman. He's just assessing you for whatever qualities he's looking for, but they're definitely not "Mm, your heart. It's more... It's a much more cold and less less, um, lust-filled stare than what you're used to. The King of Spiders is always happy to entertain new guests. I understand you have a good appetite for ale. 
Ah, oh, there I do. Even drunk a half oak on at the table today in the name of Shut Up. I heard someone had finally shut up, shut up. <laughs> There's a brief pause and then <laughs> it goes up from the court around you. Oh my god. Everyone, of course, starts paying attention to this as a bunch of petitioners yeah. come to speak to him. Mm. And there's that brief pause of like, and you see a couple of guys, was that, was that funny? Was it supposed to be funny? Yeah. Was it supposed to laugh? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Vago listens to the laugh for a bit, smiles, and then just yeah. <laughs> flicks a hand and everybody shuts up. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. He's got cute cards up. You are most welcome to make yourself at home amongst our entertainments. But if you seek something specific that King of Spiders is listening. Your generosity is well known and widely respected, but I have come for a particular item that you possess, and I'm willing to pay for it. Isn't there a spider just going across his face right now? Yes. Oh. It, crawls up his, it crawls off the webbing on his throne, up his sleeve, across his chest, and across his face, and he doesn't even blink. Uh-huh. Big cr- spider? Oh, yes. Ah, yay big. Larger, much larger than normal, not monstrous size. Yeah. It crawls across his hair, and then down the other side of the throat, he doesn't blink during it, he just keeps paying attention to oh, Gara. So, sorry. The, <laughs> uh, he has something. something. Yeah, he has something. He's interested in a specific item, and we're willing to pay for it. Yes, I have many items of interest at Eel's End, but clearly you are looking for something specific. Name your desire, and I will see if we can deal. I'm not known for my, uh, you this know, subtlety. This is what we're getting. I've heard... I've heard you've got the business ledger of a individual by the name of Gajum Lamb. Tuvago nods at this. There's a couple of whispers around the court. You know, some of his people are surprised. He very clearly isn't. He nods at this. You hear correctly. And you must have very good ears to hear such a rumour. Or a good many friends. But yes, I have the ledger. And yes, it could be made available. Excellent, excellent. What would it take to allow you to allow it to exchange hands? Let us discuss that. Sounds like diplomacy check. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, other people can aid on this because you're all here presenting your petition. I would, here. I would like um, to aid. However, yep. Uh, failing this is going to impose the mo- a minus two penalty instead of a plus two because that's where you start to accidentally talk over Garen or interrupt the King of Spiders or something in that name. I, I will take a swing at it. I have yep. a I have a deck based fake point I can use to. Um... So I will take all the aids. Everyone who's giving Garen aids first. Okay. Oh, Should I keep it? How? How? Plus your three. Eight? Right, it's plus two. I'd say no. <laughs> I'd say plus three's or better. And I make an age check. I make it. Yep. I make a fourteen diplomacy yep. check. Yep. Plus two. Yep. Which as like um, Jack, Jack offers a few, a few shrewd words on the side. 
Yeah, I mean, this is literally, you know, he says, such a thing would be worth a great price, you know. Surely, you know, 5,000 gold. 15,000, too much. Because I'm holding a thermal band there. And you've got a dex card if needed. Mm, I do, but, um, just the question is how willing, yeah, okay. So that'll be one, eight other? Sounds cool. like it, unless anybody else... Cool. Is... One, yep. eight, other. Oh, I was talking about two. Yes. <laughs> yeah, plus three may not be... Yeah. Oh, well, shit. Twenty altogether. Okay. Yeah. So... Okay, Now you yeah. just need to roll a little bit higher. He, he nods and he listens to this. And... It is... Good to see someone so direct in their dealings and clear about what they seek from the king of spiders. My time and resource are not infinite, but the information you seek, you clearly understand the value (coughs) of this commodity. Before I could hand it over to you, I would want something substantial in return, whether that be a financial incentive or other entertainment. So, basically, the way this works, uh, you have caught enough of his attention that he's definitely interested in dealing. Um, All you need to do is move... Sorry, we'll actually write your check down, because I probably need to keep track of it. Uh, 20, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so that's more than enough to catch his attention and get him interested. Now it's only a question of how much you want to... Um, you, you effectively at this point just need to keep bribing him until you either give up or you hit the DC where he's happy. Um, or the alternative he's suggesting is that you can provide some entertainment for him. Um, and as you think about this for a moment, he says... A game of knivesies is always delightful. And points the game we're just playing. Oh, no. 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 Really not. Knivesies is what he says. And he points over to a table over in the corner that has a lot of cuts on it, a dagger stuck in the middle, and what look like two leather straps on it, and bits of blood on the table. Uh, yeah. And the crowd goes, yeah, knives. Nice. Uh, I suspect it's the one it's where you, you strap your, oh, hands, you strap uh, your hands at the table. In fact, anyone who wants to know what knives is uh, can give me a streetwise check. Okay, I want to know what it is. Uh, no, actually, sorry, that should be um, knowledge civilization. Oh, I can actually roll that. Uh, okay, I. Uh, 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 basic information is. Twice. Basic. I, I have no idea what it is. Twenty. <laughs> Yeah, you don't move in these circles. No. Okay. Silna totally moves in these circles. I got one. Fourteen? <laughs> okay. So, anyone at a five is aware that this is a popular game uh, of... Ch- it's it's a game that is popular amongst pirates, brigands, thieves, skellywags, and that sort of thing. Um, anyone who hits a ten is aware that the rules involve two people sit on opposite sides of the table, they strap one hand down to the table with the strap and with the other one fight about knives and money that is thrown on the table and that sort of thing. Uh, out of fifteen, um, you hit, the way it works is basically the dagger's stuck in the table, people throw gold on the table and bet on each fighter. The house takes a certain percentage of the cut, 
let the fighter the, the fighter who wins takes the rest um, and the punters obviously get back depending on the odds and that sort of thing um, but basically the game comes between you can draw the dagger and endeavor to slash the other guy or you can grab the gold off the table and the game ends when somebody falls off the table or all the money is gone from the table uh, at 20, you know that Knives is a game of incredibly elastic rules. Okay. Um, so you can cheat, basically. It, it, it's not only accepted, but actively encouraged to win the game in assorted clever fashions. Uh, the only rules are basically it ends when someone's unconscious, dead, or knocked off the table, or when there's no coins left. Um, and games can be very quick, very cunning, or very vicious, depending on how you play. To be honest, it sounds up Jack's alley. Because basically, you've only got one hand to do it with, so if you're grabbing the knife, you're not grabbing the coins. But if you're grabbing the coins, you're not grabbing the knife. You know there's no way in hell that Garen's going to let you at that table. <laughs> Probably the best person for it. I know, but there's no way in hell Garen's going to let him near that table. And he's been clear that you don't have to do this. You merely, um, despite being a paladin, not just being a paladin, Garen has a special thing about protecting children. (laughs) Or you can endeavor to offer to entertain him in other ways, which you possess. Yes. Um, but first we can start with the bribery, can't we? Sure. Yeah. yeah. You tell me how much you want to bribe him. That's a good starting point. 10,000 gold. 250 gold. Yeah. 250 gold? Yep. Yeah. That's our opener. You start with that. Yeah. Uh, he seems happy with this, and he says, Yes. I understand that you are good. I understand that you accept the value of this information. Before we go further, a show of my good faith. And he gets up. Uh, in fact, no, given he's got you in front of him, he will send a minion for this. Um, he pulls out some keys from his pocket, sends one of his minions to the hidden back door. They go in, they fiddle around there for a bit, and they come out with a thick ledger and will actually bring it over to you, open it, and show you a quick page that indeed tells you this is what you're looking for. It's got a bunch of numbers and some information about some of Lamb's business at a glance. Then he puts it away, takes it out back, and locks it up again. Assuming you don't want to start stabbing them for it. No, that's not. Next. Move to the next stage, but he's not selling it to you. He's not giving it to you yet. So another 300 on top a, of that. You paid for a look at it. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, now you're serious enough buyers that he can confirm these it Does someone want to try and entertain him before we put more money on the table? And he, he is in fact literally taking that money to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, That's I get fine. that. That's fine. I'll cross it off the party list when we've yep. paid what we're paying. Yep. That's fine. Um, so if we do anything, it's going to add to the, the check? If, Correct. If yes. he if he likes if he yes. likes your style, I, okay. I'm asking because you're quite talented, quite talented artistically. Yeah. I'm I'm not confident. Jack Jack Street magicianing is necessarily high end enough for this crowd. Yeah. He's yeah. Um, is it so I can I can do a performance um, yeah. song. Um. Do I know the kind of music they'd want to know? Yeah. 
quite quite definitely you've got a good read on this place at this point. Yeah. Like something loud or bawdy, or if you want to aim more upper class, something for praising spiders would be definitely up his alley. Yeah, that's probably a pretty cunning move, actually. I bet you know a few more obscure songs, and that's something he wouldn't hear every day. Okay. I mean, you're you're pretty multi-talented. You have a wide variety of songs you can pull out of your pocket. Yeah, and I'll probably use the spear in this particular yep. performance oh, yeah. as well. To yeah. I can also improvise. Yeah, that yeah. that will definitely draw some eyes from the guards. But as soon as as soon as the king of spiders sees what you're doing, you sort of hold a hand out. Yeah, that's fine. How about a combined song and dance called Arachne's Dance? Arachne's Bliss or something, maybe? Yeah, yeah you're the yeah. artist. Okay, I'll do something <laughs> along the lines of that. Um, using the, the, the haunting sounds of my totem sphere to, to give a, a an air of chill in the air. Yeah. Make yeah. it kind of haunting. Oh, God sakes, no. Did you kill a spider? This this is it's a star. What star is it? Wisdom. It's wisdom. Okay, so it's not a special. It's just a reroll. Oh come on! No, no. It is, however, the carnival. Oh, okay. A place of dreams and hopes and entertainment. <laughs> oh, okay. So about that. <laughs> you can, in fact, have two rerolls of that. That would be uh, the, the problem here is not that your performance is particularly poor. The problem is, as you started, you'll quickly realize the mood of the room is all the various scumbags in here are realizing that the more you please Davari, the the lower their status goes by comparison. Yeah. They're not about to openly boo you in the middle of the song, but you hear a lot of heckling and things, and as you dance too close, a foot comes out and that kind of thing. Okay. That's that's what the poor performance is. Oh, is okay. the crowd is trying to throw you off because okay. they're assholes. That was well, a thing. So, so I get a take the best of the three D twenty. Oh, that's a 19. Yes, oh, let's go that. Oh, 25. Okay, so that would be comfortably. You did enough. so much better that time. Keep doing that. Uh, nice phrasing. So that is 10. I like that of petting his, but yeah. nice one, so. <laughs> that is 10 yes. over the base DC that you need. Yeah, oh, thank <laughs> um, and most of that's from the fact that the crowd is sort of heckling and jeering. Yeah. But as you go on, sort of, they sort of get more caught up into it. And. Divago listens completely indifferently to start with. It's, mm. it, again, like he looks at Lucy's body like it's just meat. He listens to this like it's just noise. Yeah. And then slowly holds the side of his head as if he's got a very slight headache, but he's still paying focused attention to you and listens and begins to, begins to nod oh, with more and more it. increasing approval. <laughs> and the spiders begin to move as well. <laughs> <laughs> They're not quite dancing, but they are sort of wriggling back and forth. Yay! I gave you a bonus. Thank you. And <laughs> hey, the <king> approves. <laughs> Watches this and you know, you you see the room sort of goes, yeah, like they're going to cheer and then wait and look at yeah. him. What's the appropriate response here? Is this good or do we hate it? And he very good. <laughs> Gets to close his hands again. Yeah, I got us the room. <laughs> we have not seen such a performance of Ariadne's delight in quite some years. You would be most welcome to return to the court of spiders at any time. 
As to the ledger, I believe that 250 gold and this fine quality piece of entertainment to delight my pretties and my court is quite sufficient. Mm. I am sure you will know what to do with this sort of information. And he smiles at it, <laughs> and everyone gets a sense motive to hear. Oh my god. Six. Ooh, pretty damn open about this. Uh, nine is what you were opposed to. Oh dear, I've got an eight. Eleven. I make it. Eleven. Eighteen. So that's, um, twenty. That's twenty. Yeah. So, you think as you look at this, um, you, you just get this creepy. <laughs> um, you think you've now assessed the relationship between him and Lamb is, he probably didn't get this ledger by being given it by Lamb. <laughs> he probably know. stole it or something in that neighborhood. Yeah. But in some sense, you're vaguely solving his problem because he turned, if he turns it over to you and you ruin Lamb's business, it wasn't him doing it. Yeah. You know, so it, this gives him the opportunity to get what he wants and still have some deniability he about does, it. He because he just turned it over to a group of, you know, heavily armed strangers who yeah, seems to want a, it. And paid him a lot of money. And paid him a couple hundred gold for it. And he seems very happy with this outcome. And they will indeed go back, get the ledger for you, come back and present it to you. Again, it appears to be the genuine article. Yeah. And he says, please... Feel free to pass your night at Eel's End or here in the Spider's Court, where everything is always so very entertaining. Brief pause. <laughs> From Burton and Eve back there. <laughs> Could someone toss me an eraser that has less crud on it than that eraser? And. You have indeed. Pleased the king of spiders. Um, won the ledger. Yay! Not had to play knivesies for it. I kept you away from the table. At some point later, however, you'll be playing something called Blood Pig at some point. It's rugby with live pigs instead of balls. Oh. But when you put it through the gold bars, you put the pig into a wolverine instead. Oh, oh. It, 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 it looks awesome! <laughs> oh my god, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm there. I'm with I'm with Helen. We don't want to do that. Uh, we'll sort that when we get there. Oh my god, uh, this place is awful. Anyway, you have this. You have this ledger. Uh, you are welcome to stay and entertain yourself at the King of Spiders' court if you are so inclined. I'm, I'm going to make a polite, you know. I, yeah, the yeah. prudent thing is to spend a little bit. Yeah, people more time. hang around for like 20 minutes or so, you know, yeah, have you, a drink, you, play a game of cards, you casually know, edge, edge towards the, the door. door, and the, the guys outside, the, the guards outside, don't even blink as you come out. Yeah, They're totally happy with people. Yeah. What's the bet that those weapons are poisoned? You exit. I'm putting the ledger on my gear. Thank you. You exit Eel's End, ledger in hand, knowing you have succeeded admirably at the job and pulled this off with a plum. And you think back and realize now that while Gadron Lamb still remains at large in the city, now you have a tool with which to start taking him or his businesses down, something to strike at him with. And you realize, you know, you're now playing in dangerous political games with Arconas and Queens and a butcher. (laughs) (laughs) 
and dealing with crime lords, and you reflect back on all your experiences, and you think, I've learned a bunch of unrelated things, and tomorrow after I sleep, I'm going to feel like I've learned something. And there's a ding noise! Sweet, merciful level! (laughs) I was going to say that you write down that you've lost your last um, hero point, Susan, but you now don't have to, because of your level. I am so happy. Yep, now you can totally respect your skills. <laughs> I am totally getting sense moment. And streetwise. And diplomacy. Uh, and one point yeah. in civilization to boost his bardic knowledge. I think I'm gonna get a little bit of, of diplomacy just so that I can I can kind of have something. Yeah, aiding at other I think would be helpful. No, seems. Hell no. <laughs> just kind of strap yourself to a table and step. No. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, rugby with live pigs and wolverines. How could that? How could rugby not be more yeah. awesome? Yeah. Garen was not ladies anywhere near that. <laughs> I mean, if the wolverines were chasing the players, I might be more. Ranger started. Yeah. 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 And heard we were ending the session. So, with the premise of Kingmaker, would the Olympics be more awesome if it was more jousting? And the answer is yes. Yes, (laughs) Yes, it was. Wow. So, yes, you may have levels in whatever you please. Yeah, I'm going to be a slightly shittier fighter now. I'm going to be immune to disease. I'm going to have more spells. <laughs> I'm not going to have more spells. <laughs> um, with our personal spells. ones, they get shuffled back into the deck now, don't they? Uh, no, because the adventure is not over. Ah, so uh, at, the, at the end of book one, basically the, the reason they get shuffled back in is because at the end... <laughs> At the end of book one, um, dexterity get... is no longer the suit of the adventure, and this will no longer be your card. Yeah, Sweet. and we get another harrow reading. And we get another harrow reading. Yeah, and you'll get another harrow reading where oh, it will turn out that other suit is now the... Um, just to point out, folks, as I'm the only one who has yet spent any of the harrow points, you know, people might want to think about actually spending those at some point. I thought they spent my harrow point. Your harrow point? I don't think so. I have yeah, I think there might have been a stealth based re-roll in this on there. Yep. Oh, okay, Garen's done it too. So it's just every other person who has it. I'm mainly looking at Flora here because yeah. she's got four. The rest of us are actually... Which means at some point she's going to do something super awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm, it's just, you know, if you really need to succeed at something dead space, you have a lot of capacity to do that. Yeah. It's just I'm often not the one doing the dead space, space thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At, um, and I can't pass them off to someone else. No. For so, the Nipe game, my first my first act if I was in that IP game would be, of course, let's make it interesting. Other ad has to hold beer. Drink it, no. They strap the other hand to the table. Yeah. So you've already got one hand available. Exactly. So if that hand holds the beer, you have to come. The skull... <laughs> That's so I'm sure it would have used the spider kink. Um, but all I think of when I hear about knives is um, Logan doing knife tricks with Wolverine doing knife tricks in the Wolverine comic with the um, uh, with the knife between the fingers thing. Yeah. Uh, the, um, 
uh, um, the girl seeing him says, oh, I see, it's about subtlety and quickness. And the um, guy behind the bar says, no less, Logan's never been big on subtle. And then Logan stands up and he's got a knife sticking out of his arm. <laughs> and the table stuck to the knife. <laughs> so, at, at this point, um, you get the usual offer that I give to people when you right. first level your character, which is basically, if there are aspects of your character that you don't like, you can go back and change bits of them around and oh. respend your points and respect your character somewhat and that okay. sort of thing. yeah. Like, obviously, it would be vastly better if Lucy remained a sorceress and didn't become a gnome <laughs> fighter instead, because that's kind of a dramatic change. Right. But if yeah. you're looking at it and going, actually, you know, now that I play this character, I see that I want more strength, or, you know, I'd like her to be more diplomatic in play than she is, so I'm going to take yeah. some of these points right. out and put them back in diplomacy. It's basically now that you've had a level to see how the character is going. I think about that. And which, you know, if you do want to respect skills, skills, you've got that opportunity. Although, to be honest, it sounds more like you want to put some of your new skill points in streetwise and yeah, things. Um, I, I think the problem is you, you want to respect Silver so he's got 40 more skill points. Yeah. <laughs> but alas, that's kind of difficult. To yeah. Do. Uh, my problem is, is, I'm, uh, is that Silver wants to be doing things that he needs to ha- ask for help on. Yeah. Um, like all the stuff that he's doing with researching about his mother and stuff. It's, it's something that, he he believe he he's in this brain. He's by himself. He's alone. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. He hasn't kind of understood what friendship is yet. So yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's good that we don't. I mean, the obviously we're getting along with each other better than when we were total strangers. But I think it's good that we there's still lots of backstory stuff that we don't know about each other and we're not yeah, totally exactly. close because it's as, more interesting yeah. as to have the relationship grow. As, over time. as with pretty much all um, low level D and D characters, you also have the thing of ah, this is my best skill. Well, that's a two, so yeah. I botched it entirely. Yeah. So, yeah, I haven't told anyone else about the wild sorceries. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know if you guys noticed it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I definitely haven't. I've been paying yeah. attention to what... I haven't seen that many of your spells exactly, back by. Yeah. I, I, I'm only just caught up that and you these are these guys have, but they probably didn't, don't know much about magic. Yeah, I don't know much about magic. Mm, You're the only one besides me who knows the combination to my safe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I definitely remember the people who have had positive interactions with Jack Ack and what, what her response to them has been. But uh, it, it kind of starts out with Flora. So, yeah, Flora's got the... What we do in the, the um, games yeah. is a plus four bonus for a pre-existing relationship. That's what Jack and Flora have. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. the theory being you, you get relationship... In the solo games, you get relationship points with people as you bond with them, basically. But there's characters you start out with plus four because you already know yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, that's true.